This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, October 18th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, at least six people were injured after gunfire rang out inside a mall in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Sunday afternoon. According to police, several males were arguing inside the Park City Center Mall when multiple shots were fired. A woman and three men were shot during the incident. All four victims are expected to survive. Police say two other females suffered minor injuries while trying to flee the mall after the shooting. Video shared on social media captured a flurry of emergency responders rushing towards the mall's entrance. Multiple people were taken into custody, but it's unclear if those arrested included the gunman. The mall remained closed for the remainder of the day yesterday, but they are expected to reopen today. Anyone with information about the shooting is asked to contact police. The trial for the man accused of shooting six Philadelphia police officers is scheduled to begin today. Maurice Hill will be on trial for a number of charges, including more than 60 attempted murder charges to account for not only the officers he's accused of shooting, but also the ones who investigators said were put in harm's way during a shootout two years ago. Police used tear tear gas to force Hill out of a row home following a seven-hour-long standoff and shootout back on August 14th, 2019. It happened along the 3700 block of North 15th Street in the city's Tioga-Nicetown section. Officers were at the home to serve a narcotics warrant when Hill barricaded himself inside and used an AR-15-style rifle and other handguns to shoot at police. At one point, two officers were trapped inside the home for several hours before a SWAT team uh, rescued them, according to police. Investigators said more than 200 rounds were fired and that officers later found five handguns, including the rifle. During the standoff, a nearby daycare center was locked down for hours and later evacuated with police officers helping carry the babies out of the daycare center. Two city buses were set up where shaken children waited for their parents to pick them up. The trial is scheduled to begin today at 9 a.m. The CDC updated its holiday guidance and they're saying masks and outdoor gatherings will still be the best way to make holiday gatherings safe this year. The CDC's number one advice is for all those who are eligible to get the COVID-19 vaccine before people get together and travel for the holidays. For kids ages 11 and under who aren't eligible to get the vaccine, the CDC recommends all those who will be around them over the holidays to be vaccinated to protect them. For indoor gatherings, people should still be wearing masks, they're saying, especially if you're unvaccinated. Outdoors is still considered safer than indoors for these family gatherings. Families may want to take additional precautions before they get together and get tested. The CDC also suggested people avoid crowded spaces before traveling. By masking up and getting vaccinated, families have a much better option than last year when the CDC steered people away from traveling and gathering in person uh, in the era before vaccines. In sports this morning. In the baseball playoffs for the second night in a row, the Braves won the game with a walk-off. In last night's game two, Eddie Rosario ended a four-hit night with the game-ending single and gave the Braves a 5-4 comeback win over the Dodgers. The Braves joined the 1997 Marlins, 81 Astros, and 69 Orioles as the only teams with a walk-off win in the first two games of a postseason series. Game three is tomorrow night as the series shifts to Los Angeles. In the ALCS, they continue tonight with game three between the Boston Red Sox and Houston Astros at Fenway Park. The series is tied at one game apiece. First pitch is scheduled for 8.08 tonight. 
Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott will undergo an MRI for a right calf injury that he suffered on his touchdown pass to CeeDee Lamb to beat the New England Patriots in overtime. Prescott was wearing a walking boot after yesterday's 35-29 win. And the Flyers return to the ice tonight to take on the newest franchise in the NHL, the Seattle Kraken. The Flyers lost their season opener on Friday night in an overtime shootout. The puck is set to drop tonight at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We welcome you to uh, Monday Morning Friend. And just a helpful reminder, two weeks from today, yes. oh my we God. do the camp out for hunger. It's unfreaking oh real. It will be yeah. here two weeks from today. We'll be broadcasting live in the Wells Fargo Center parking lot right there by Xfinity Live. So we're still uh, getting it all together. It's, uh, you know, several weeks earlier than normal. So hopefully uh, you'll be prepared and hopefully... More importantly, we'll be prepared for that. We will see. We're working on it, but uh, it seems to be good. Yeah. Hey, listen, we've already got things. We already got things started with Acme. So yes, that's excellent. You can do that leading up to it, the uh, Head Start program. So we appreciate the assistance in advance. But if you normally do a uh, food drive this time of year, just keep in mind you got to get on that much, much earlier. And uh, we'll just see how this all rolls out. Is because of some scheduling things, and we'll try it out, take it out for a spin, yes, kick the tires, right? See what we think about it and hopefully you'll be able to join us for the whole event uh outside of that we have uh the mmr money clips uh reinstituting that today and this is the final week on that for the time being so just letting you know uh that we'll get to that at eight and ten then throughout the day so the money clips continues we have a new word of the week prize and we're giving away five hundred dollars from ashley home store Ooh. and they are a proud partner of the preston and steve camp out for hunger they have 11 area locations and they're online at ashleyfurniture.com i have some so, of their furniture in my home preston wonderful i love it we're gonna give away money concerning those guys so uh that's at the end of the show we'll get the letter today and so on and today we have a really cool announcement. It's another dimension of the President yes. and Steve show, and we'll get you the details. I think after the entertainment report, okay. when we break and then come back, I think it'd be a good spot to roll that All out. Right. All right, so we have those things and more taking place. We'll see how our weekends went and what else we have going on. Of course, the entertainment report is up next with a stupid question, so give some, give some things away. When we come back, we'll take a little break. Hopefully we'll have a little bit of rays of sunshine breaking on the horizon as we get ready to start our day together. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. You want to win an autographed Eagles jersey, an ultimate tailgating package, 2022 Eagles season tickets, or just good old cash? You could win when you enter Acme Swoop In and win sweepstakes. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com for your chance to be the next big winner. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the stupid question prize this week. This sounds pretty interesting. We have a pair of tickets for the Pops, Rocks, ABBA, Mamma Mia, and more. Oh, boy. Which is going to be at the Kimmel Center. And that's on Wednesday, November 17th. So that's pretty cool. I I, I like ABBA. They're like a... How uh, can you not? They're a guilty pleasure of mine. And to hear yeah. the uh, Pops Rocks cover of that should be uh, pretty awesome. So, the question that I have for you this morning, very easy one. This is a gift. What does the fairy godmother transform into a coach for Cinderella? Mm. 
215-263. WMMR. Let's even know the answer to that. What does the fairy godmother transform into a coach? For Cinderella, call if you know the answer, 215-263-WMMR. Monday, October 18th, I'll mention some birthdays while we'll wait for the call to come in from you. It is Pam Dauber's birthday, the actress from uh, Mork and Mindy. Yeah, she was just uh, portrayed by another actress in that viral clip of that uh, impressionist, that Robert Williams impressionist. Yeah, and in fact, um, Zelda Williams, Robin's daughter, uh, recently tweeted something out that was like, hey... I appreciate it, yeah, but don't send this to me anymore. It's too painful. Well, she's seen it, yeah. and she says that uh, that he's really talented. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, I forgot his last name, the actor, but um, is spot on. But she's like, look, it was a really, it was a sad day for my dad, yes. and kind of a weird one for me to relive right. over and over. So I appreciate it, but. Uh, you don't have to do that anymore. I wonder if he called her Dobbs, as uh, is depicted in that clip. I got to guess so. Yeah, Maybe right? that's where he picked it up from. Yeah, so Pam Dauber uh, is celebrating her 70th birthday today. Uh, it's Ditka's birthday today. Ditka. Mike Ditka is 82 years old. What's he pitching? What's his old man thing you know, that he pitches? It's some gambling site, Steve. Yeah. I don't I remember which one. Um, but and suppositories. Uh, no, there are two guys who are very energetic in the commercial, and then Dick is sitting there, and you know he's collecting a paycheck, right, but yeah. he didn't really put a whole lot into the effort, a, a lot of effort into this uh, particular commercial. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What I he said. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, gambling. I don't care. Yeah. You uh, do it if you want. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> right? He's 82 today. And those were the best takes yeah. that made it to the final edit. Uh, Martina Navratilova, the tennis legend, uh, is 65 years old today. Got to see her play in person a few times. Ah, no kidding. Pretty amazing. At the I'll Open? Bet. Yeah, yeah, at you, the Open, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, then we have Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh-huh. Uh, the actor and kickboxer is uh, 61 today. I wonder what the last thing he did was. He distracted uh, people so that a, a jewelry store could be robbed in Paris. <gasps> You're right. Yeah. You're right. He happened to be next door right, to where right, yeah. this, uh, this robbery was taking place. And the uh, the culprits used his celebrity uh, to have the crowd looking the other way as they yeah. escaped. Unbeknownst to him. But they, uh, they figured, hey, this is the best time to rob this jewelry Didn't store. Didn't he do something where he played himself? Yes, a yes. series. I, I yeah. saw a little bit of it. It seemed really good. And he's actually now... He is making money off of being Jean-Claude Van Damme as Jean-Claude Van Damme. He is 61 today. Uh, jazz musician Wynton Marcellus, one of the greats. Actually, it says here Pulitzer Prize winning. Is that right? Jazz musician. I don't uh. know the details of how he would go about winning the Pulitzer because that is not a musical no. prize. It's a literary prize. Maybe he's so good that it, it, <laughs> it bled on over. Well, apparently there's a... A Pulitzer for music. So, oh, no kidding. Yeah, Never he won that, that in 97. Was not his, aware of that. His oratorio, Blood on the Fields. Okay. Uh, which I don't know about, but yeah, that, he won that back in 1997. Is there yeah. a Pulitzer for radio? Uh, maybe perhaps we've won Preston and unaware of it. Not sure. We'll have to check into that. Now that we're Is it possible that we missed that, that <laughs> email? That yeah. Uh, you'd think they'd want to let us know that we're well, Pulitzer okay. Prize winners. Uh, Wynton Marcellus is 60 today. Uh, Terry McMillan, he's an author, and he wrote uh, Waiting to Exhale and How Stella Got Her Groove Back, uh, to name a few. Uh, big success there, and is 70 years old today. Actor Zac Efron. Yes. Uh, turns 34 years old. You don't want to like him, but you have to, because he's he's actually pretty cool. Yep. Uh, Hairspray, uh, it's kind of where he got started. Or was he in... <laughs> uh, high School Musical. High School first, Musical, thank yeah. you, Casey. Uh, then he was in the Neighbors movies and uh, <laughs> Seventeen Again. What was the movie he did with De Niro? Case was it? Uh, um, it's like bad, not bad grandpa. Something similar. Yeah. War with Grandpa. Mm-mm. War with Grandpa was that local kid. Lo- local kid. Yeah. It was another. It was 
De Niro's had like three or four grandpa Dirty movies. grandpa. Dirty grandpa. Yeah, something like that. Okay. But there, he is really funny in it. Uh, so he's 34 today. Uh, Frida Pinto, ah. uh, who was in Slumdog Millionaire. Great movie. Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I think that's one of my favorite movies. Slumdog? Uh, Slumdog Millionaire, yeah. yeah. I need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. One of those, it. No, wow. it's one of those I never I never did see. Well, but when you do Danny see it. Boyle, right? Yes. Yeah. We had him in the studio to promote it. If you want to sound cool, just call it Slumdog. Never see a millionaire. Uh, he is 37 today. Uh, skier Lindsay Vaughn uh, uh, turns 37 years old. She was with Tiger for a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were uh, they were a hot item. Uh, and then the last birthday is composer Howard Shore, who brought us the Lord of the Rings uh, score. Yes. Wake up, birthday. It's time to get into work and entertain the radio listeners of Philadelphia and the surrounding areas. But the sun's not up. with the streaming, you could entertain the world. The sun's not up yet, Gandalf. The sun will be up in due time. Okay. Now you skedaddle on to work and don't forget your pre-packed lunch. Uh, <laughs> he knows you so well. I did pack my lunch last night. <laughs> what else has he done, Nick? He's done a whole yeah, bunch he, of stuff. He did right? the, the movie Philadelphia. He played he, No, he didn't play Magneto. Not Ian McKellen. Howard Short uh, did oh, the movie sorry. Philadelphia by Jonathan Demme and uh, lots of others. Okay. Uh, so he turns uh, 75 years old today. Did he do, wait, hold on, go back a second. He did he, big. He did The Fly. Yes. Scanners, Videodrome. Oh, so he's a big Cronenberg guy. Uh, yeah, big, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff, man. Uh, so, wow, okay. Uh, happy 75th to him. All right, let's see if you know the answer to this question this morning. Was the fairy godmother transformed into a coach in Cinderella? Very easy question this morning, and we will go to Derek for the answer. Yo, Derek! Great morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice energy, Derek. Do me a favor and tell me what the fairy godmother transformed uh, into a coach for Cinderella. Well, perfect time of the season. That would be a pumpkin. That is great. <laughs> Hang on, Dave. We're going to give you a pair of tickets for Pop Rocks ABBA. Uh, Mama Mia and more. It's Wednesday, November 17th at the Kimmel Center, and you can hear the Pops' signature sound on the hits of one of the greatest selling bands of all time, ABBA. Uh, you can get tickets at phillypops.org slash WMMR. And uh, by the way, Marissa's going to be introducing the show then. Oh, that's going to be awesome. She will be on stage for that whole thing. All right, uh, let's see. At the box office, not a big surprise. Number one movie in the country was Halloween Kills, and it pulled in $50 million, which is a nice amount because uh, it's streaming as well, right? That's how I saw it. I saw it yeah. on Peacock and yeah. uh, enjoyed it. Uh, no Time to Die was second, followed by Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, the Addams Family 2 came in fourth, followed by The Last Duel. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings was six. You saw that? I did, and I enjoyed it big time, man. Very happy that I went to go see that. Uh, Free Guy was seventh, followed by Lamb, Dear Evan Hansen, and uh, the number number 10 spot was filmed by Candyman. All right, Kourtney Kardashian, Travis Barker are engaged. (laughs) It is true. He popped the question at a beachside hotel in Montecito on Sunday. Wow. Somebody's getting married. <laughs> uh, images show that the, of course I will. the scene was set with candles oh. and a heart-shaped ring of roses. I wonder why any of them 
get engaged and married anymore. Like, oh, so what? they can fuel, they can provide subject matter for the reality show. Well, I know, but I mean, like, at this point, just, like, just date. Just be, I and hop around to wherever you want. I don't get yeah. it, because you I know, know this is not going to last. Yeah, I mean, like Kathy's saying, I mean, I know what you're saying, Steve, yeah. obviously. They're, they're, they're going to make it big because of the show, but, you know, you, you wouldn't do it just for that. There's Because you're taking on a huge... Financial responsibility. Well, well, and Depends think, on the kind of deal that the lawyers work. Well, that's what I was saying. <laughs> that the document that they sign must be so easy for them to just end of. the marriage yeah. whenever they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, and it's probably part of the party too. Like, nope, I, w- I want to have another party with a giant heart in the middle of a beach. You know but, what I mean? Like, yeah, this is a pretty amazing setup that they did. Yeah. How many? How many dozens of flowers? That's hundreds of dozens oh my of flowers. God. It looks like. Oh my god! Oh my I mean, god! Look at it. It's huge. It's gigantic, like almost, um, uh, you know, funeral bouquets that are put out in the shape of a gigantic heart. Astonishing. It's massive. You know, we're watching a video of this whole thing unfold, and and there are camera people all over the place. But what bothers me most is not one person on this beach is wearing, like, beach... Attire. Attire. It's cold. I... Is it? Yeah, look, they're all wearing coats and stuff like that. Yeah, it looks like it's chilly. I don't know, that one chick had a skirt on or whatever. And did Um, you see what he arranged? He arranged to have 20 whales beach themselves, Preston. Uh, it was in Montecito. Is that in uh, Southern California? No, north of San Francisco. So yeah, it gets pretty. colder up there. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and it looked like it was, you know, a dollar fast. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kardashian posted photos of the engagement to her Instagram page with the uh, caption, oh. Forever Travis Park. No, I'm wrong. It's, uh, it's not too far from uh, Santa Barbara. I was thinking of a different town. Okay. So anyhow, uh, the Rockers' 15-year-old daughter, Alabama Barker, revealed some behind-the-scenes images of the couple engagement dinner. Uh, on her Instagram story, including a picture of the reality star's giant ring featuring a massive oval diamond. Is Alabama Barker the one who looks like she's 30 and is posting? Yeah. That's I forgot. Yeah, I guess so, Steve. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like, uh, troubling. The, the couple first went public with her uh, her romance in February 2021. And uh, this will be Kardashian's first marriage. And Travis's third, by the way. And yes, Steve, you are correct. She looks like... Uh, in fact, she's got uh, a picture as her as her avatar as yeah. a Bratz doll. Yeah, and that's kind of what she looks like, uh, to be honest. So, well, he's looks he's been through a lot. He was you know burned in that fire, and she was married to Scott Disick. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, so they're engaged. We'll see where this goes. Uh, Juliette Lewis is standing by her fellow Hollywood workers and revealing the dark side of the business. A forty eight year old shared a message of support for the International Association of Theatrical Stage Employees. Uh, union representing 150,000 people across entertainment, including electricians, camera operators, costumes, uh, costumers, makeup artists, and so on. Uh, on Instagram, uh, she addressed her fellow actors saying that they should talk about how it's been normal to work 15 to 17-hour days during six-day work weeks. Wow. She said, I personally was uh, conditioned in the TV and film business since teenager to never take a sick day off or it would cost tens of thousands of dollars and you'd be labeled problematic. So much so... I've worked through a flu. I've worked through migraines. I've worked through walking pneumonia on natural-born killers for two weeks where I thought I might die. Apparently, that was always better than speaking up and having them simply shift their schedule around to accommodate a person's health because it just didn't happen. Uh, Noting that she is actually thankful for this work ethic as it has, quote, served me in many areas of my life. Uh, She added, but I'm an actor, so when I think of the crew who shows up hours before actors do and leaves hours after actors do and are asked to work miracles daily, that's a whole other story that goes beyond a soldier-like work ethic 
And that's why all you have to do is read some of the stories. Uh, several other celebrities, including Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Seth Rogen, and Ben Stiller, have also spoken out in support of these workers. You know, it's it's uh, you talk about that, Preston. I was watching SNL over the weekend. The, the people who build the sets, who bring in the stuff, who load in the stuff and load it out, they're there so much longer oh, yeah. than the actors. Yeah. It's, it's a ton of work. Uh, and they make... Quite a bit less. Yes, they do. So this comes as the strike is averted. Uh, Saturday that happened, uh, hours before the midnight deadline. Uh, According to uh, spokesman for the Alliance Motion Picture and Television Producers, Jared Gonzalez, he said, we reached an agreement that will keep the industry working. Uh, And at this time, we are not sharing details of the agreement. Uh, Demands, including higher pay, improvements to on-set conditions, such as longer rest and meal breaks, breaks, uh, and larger contributions to health and pension benefits. Mm. Uh, According to the uh, IETSE president, Matthew Loeb, said in a written statement, this is Hollywood, and this is a Hollywood ending. Our members stood firm. They're tough and united. So they averted the strike. Good. We didn't want to have to cross the picket line. Though there probably wouldn't be one here. Right. Uh, Sean Penn's wife, Australian actress Leela George has filed for divorce after just <sighs> over just over a year of marriage. This is tearing me up, especially because I had no idea he was married. Uh, George, who is 29, filed for dissolution in Los Angeles Superior Court on Friday. Uh, Penn, who is 61, by the way, she's 29. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Come on! And George tied the knot in July of last year during an intimate ceremony with only a few loved ones present. Is it possible that he accidentally proposed while uh, checking out babysitters? Uh, rumors of their nuptials started swirling when they were spotted wearing gold rings. Their oh. friends later uh, started congratulating them on Instagram for Penn had confirmed the news. Uh, Though Penn and George have been romantically linked since 2016, a friend of the actress told people in August following their nuptials that the pair had reunited earlier in 2020 after a stretch of being on and off. Hmm. Uh, They had said uh, they got back together and they broke up and Sean won her back. Uh, He realized that he had made a mistake and uh, when he felt he might lose her, he worked hard to get her back. I love you. Uh, The insider added that uh, the time... Uh, self-isolating together during the pandemic helped strengthen their connection. Clearly, it helped strengthen their connection. Uh, Penn and George even embarked on humanitarian efforts with each other throughout the public health crisis, including helping setting up (laughs) tests. I want you dead! Los Angeles. Strengthened our conviction. Well, that turned around quickly. How long was he married to Robin White? Right. That was was pretty long, right? 96 to 2010. So, yeah. 14 years. So, this was just a a mistake. Penn split with Charlize Theron in June 2015. And, of course, he was uh, married to Madonna for four years from 1985 to 1989. Do you imagine he's one of those overly... I mean, he's the artist kind of guy, right? Oh, yeah. So do you think he has, he's very mercurial with uh, mood swings and stuff like that? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would imagine, I, right? I would think so, yeah. He probably doesn't have a, a beer holder in the shower, right? He has uh, two children from his marriage to Robin Wright, uh, daughter Dylan, who says is 28. Yeah. And Hopper, who I don't know how old that uh, Named after Hopper's. Dennis Hopper. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> It is. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, it, she is or he is. Do <laughs> you remember yeah. when he uh, he rented Ed Bassmaster for his son for a weekend? Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was like the movie The Toy with Jackie yeah. Gleason. Where he got. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I think about that. I'm like, I think he's, I, he's I know. Right. Ed, 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 Ed told us out about all about it. You know, he was yeah. he was really complimentary to yeah. Ed. Yeah. Was, yeah. was talking about, you know, how what he does is acting and yeah. all this other stuff. 
And then when they got tired of him, they just <laughs> discarded him and never got back in touch with him again. It's one of those classic things because it looked like it was going along, and, and Ed was very encouraged about what Sean Penn might have in, in the works for him. Exactly. And then the Haitian earthquake took place, and that was that. Yep. Uh, Katie Seagal, the actress, is recuperating after she was clipped by a car in Los Angeles Friday morning. Uh, she was crossing the street in a marked crosswalk when she was struck by a car making a left turn. Huh. Uh, the driver reportedly helped her and called an ambulance. Uh, she was taken to a hospital and treated for non-life-threatening injuries. Our re- representatives uh, told Deadline that she is going to be okay and will be home uh, and was home shortly uh, later on that day. Uh, no indication that her injuries will impact production on the Connors where she performs, but uh, the situation remains fluid as she is still recovering. But it was nothing overly serious. Do you ever have one of those encounters where you're, you're making a left and someone steps out, you know? Dude, yeah. It, it, like, it, it happens. I, was, I wasn't making left, but I was in the city. We yeah. were going to uh, the John Mulaney show. Yeah. Ended up going to that. And... Uh, and I'm I'm headed down 15th, and I'm in the left-hand lane. Yeah. Uh, traffic stops in the right-hand lane because somebody's, you know, whatever. So, and so I'm going through a green light, and these people decide to walk across it. It happens oh, all the and time. And I just slam on my brakes. I stop, and I'm like, hey. And I threw my hands yeah. up, and they're like, oh, come on. I'm like, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost hit you. I have a green light. Of yeah. course I'm going to be a little bit upset. Yeah, yeah. I could have taken you out. Yeah. And then that, and that's on me. I, I mean, I don't. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't, no, it wouldn't no, have been good. on me. It would have been on them. I mean, I, I would have mentally. It might have been uh, on hell you. Yes, it would have scared the hell out Legally, of me. Legally, it would have been your fault, but it would have been their their. You know, they. Everybody, no one would. I think legally it would have been their fault. They were crossing against the light. Right, I had a green light, and right. it's like I, I couldn't see you. Yeah. So right. sometimes we leave for you know not sometimes uh, we leave for work and it's dark out and sometimes. I mean, I almost hit some lady on Belmont. She was essentially dressed like a ninja. I was like, why are you dressed <laughs> in I know. Right this now? morning? Uh, no, no. I'm a pro- ninja. But, uh, no, no, Kath, it was last year at some point. But I, and also, um, that little strip of car that is in between your windshield and your driver's yep. side window. It obscures things. It yeah, obscures things. Spot. And yeah. it was a big old blind spot. And I mean, it was, I, I heard the lady scream through my window. I was that close to hitting her. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get the wearing dark clothing <laughs> at night on suburban streets uh, thing. I've got to tamp down the visibility. All right, uh, some other stories. A judge has refused to dismiss a criminal case against Jesse Smollett, and his trial will proceed next month. As previously reported, Smollett has been accused of lying to police when he reported that he was a victim of a racist anti-gay attack in uh, downtown Chicago in January of 2019. According to the AP, Smollett's attorney... Uh, Nanyi Uchi uh, argued that the actor should not be charged because the case has been dismissed in March of 2019 and Smollett had uh, severed his part of the plea deal, uh, which included community services uh, and forfeited a $10,000 bond. So that will continue. The uh, one thing that happened with that Jesse Smollett thing is when he was doing the interviews about it afterwards, like... You know, he was acting because all that <laughs> stuff didn't happen. Right. And it was very convincing. Like, the, the tears and everything that I he know. had had during those interviews. How do you not get an Emmy for that? <laughs> right? <laughs> something. At least offer up something. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I love this. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is taking a break from acting, hmm. but his wife, Blake Lively, isn't giving him a break from trolling. And I love that these two go back and forth like this. On Instagram, he wrote that after rapping uh, Spirited, 
uh, co-starring Will Ferrell. Uh, he is ready for a little me time. He said, "That's a wrap for me." Unspirited. Not sure uh, I'd be. I'd have been ready to say yes to a film this challenging even three years ago. Uh, singing, dancing, and playing the sa- in the sandbox with Will Ferrell made a whole lot of dreams come true. And it's my second film with the great Octavia Spencer. Perfect time for a little sabbatical uh, for movie making. Now, he added that he is going to miss every second working uh, with this, bless you. Thank you. Obscenely (laughs) gifted group of creators and artists and that this particular group is flush with both talent and kindness. Now, when Spencer and others told him to enjoy the downtime... Uh, his wife, Blake Lively, wrote, Michael Caine did it first. <laughs> a reference to Michael Caine revealing that he, too, was likely going to take a step back from acting just earlier that day. Which, by the way, he has now come back and said that he's not retiring. Yes. Meaning meaning Michael Caine, he is just going to take a little bit of a rest. Is this a, Chris- a, break. a Christmas movie? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Uh, Spirited? Yeah. That's a good question. It might be. Uh, it, it's possible. The title lends itself to yeah, that. Yeah, the, the, so. the ghost of Christmas past. Looks like he's got a Santa jacket on in one of these um, Instagram photos. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. He did a really cool thing on Instagram. Uh, Preston, you mentioned the fact that he was dancing in this movie. And he would uh, thank people who had trained him, dancing, you know, partners and stuff, every week on Instagram. He would just have, like, Dancing Tuesdays. And, Kathy, I was, I was thinking about you when I would scroll through it because these are enormously talented people. And he would just highlight them a little uh, bit, cool. you know, once a week on Instagram. That's cool. Uh, Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green have settled their differences and agreed upon the terms of their divorce and custody. Yeah, I don't think he's getting her back, and he may not want her back at this point. She may not want him back. Yeah, uh, the pair filed papers Friday and just need a judge to sign off on the deal. Uh, They've reportedly agreed on joint legal and physical custody of their three sons. Uh, While the pair did not have a prenup because they're in California, that means that anything acquired during their 10-year marriage would be split right in half. And I, I get the impression they're both cool with that. They just want to get on. I think so. Now, he's actually he's actually involved with his dancing coach on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's his girlfriend. No word on uh, child or spousal, uh, spousal report. It says report. I think that means support. Uh, but the papers did reference a settlement. Uh, they were engaged in 2006, broke things off in 2009, got engaged again in 2010. They married that year. She filed for divorce for two of the papers in 2019. Then filed again last November, and they have both now moved on. Yeah, and the gal that he is with is Sharna Burgess. There you go. Yeah. Dancing with the Stars. So they, you can't say they didn't give it a try a couple times to keep it, you know, to work yeah, on Yeah, they, so they, they tried. they gave it a shot. They realized, nope, it ain't going to happen. Melissa Joan Hart. Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yes. She was on ABC's Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. And as Sunday's episode revealed, she is the first Celebrity Wheel of Fortune $1 million winner. Pretty amazing, right? So only three other people have ever done it and never a celebrity. And she is one of them. And it goes to charity. Uh, She was squaring off against Titus Burgess. And Lacey Chabert. That's awesome. And she said it was super exciting and pretty nerve-wracking. I rarely win game shows. She actually lost an epic 1998 Celebrity Jeopardy match against Fred Savage. Fred won that. Uh, The Celebrity win puts her in rarefied company. Like I said, there have only been three million-dollar wedge winners on the syndicated Wheel of Fortune since its introduction in 2008. And she's now one of them. So I had heard that this was coming up. I I, I forgot about it and didn't watch. I usually will watch uh, Wheel of Fortune on their uh, primetime edition. I saw one occur, Preston, and it was done so matter-of-factly... The contestant won, and Sajak just goes, Oh, you want a million dollars? Yeah. 
He wanted to play it down, have yeah. some fun that way. Uh, Hart had to spin the wheel, land on million-dollar wedges twice, and solve both puzzles, all while facing savvy competitors like her longtime friend, Lacey Chabert, who had to solve the show's first puzzle without any clues, and she did that fine. Uh, Hart had sharpened her skills playing the Wheel of Fortune app for weeks wow. while putting her youngest son, Tucker, to bed each night. She said, I wasn't going to be in there blind. I'm a prepared person. Uh, the homework was key to solving the winning bonus uh, puzzle round, uh, and it was Bran Muffin. Bran Muffin. Yes. Sometimes they'll, he'll say, do you watch it at all? Uh, 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 From time to time. It's been a while, but it was a regular. Rochelle was yeah. really good at it, so I would watch her dominate. And sometimes at the end, they'll pick all the wrong letters, and you'll have this. Ma- sometimes it's a massive, like a phrase, and uh, there'll be just two letters on it. Yeah. I was like, this is no way. Uh, but other times, it. it's almost all filled in. I, yeah. I, it's wild when they have no clues. Yes. Nothing comes and up. And they get it. And they get it. Yeah. I'm, I'm blown away by that. So you, you listen to, you know, if, if you use the category and kind of do your smarts that way, it can lead you in the right direction. Did you, uh, on, a, on a side uh, observation here, Kathy, you saw the, the Muppets Christmas thing on... Uh, yeah, I watched it, uh, yes. Not the Christmas, Halloween thing. Halloween, yeah. Halloween. Uh, Pat Sajak is in it. He's one of the... Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. yeah, he's one of the guests, uh, the ghosts. I'm going to learn how to talk in a little while. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I'll, I'll mess up for you, and it'll, it'll, it'll all be good. work out. Uh, so I kind of miss when they would, um, in between puzzles, they would have to take their winnings and, like, buy a the grandfather. Yeah, yeah, buy yeah. a grandfather clock. Buy the and- crap that they have on Steam. <laughs> Here's an alarm clock for $55,000. I'll take really? the two ceramic elephants for $4,500. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. So a pepper shaker for 2000 uh, so uh, she is giving the money a total of one million thirty nine thousand eight hundred dollars for Youth Villages, a charity group that helps emotionally and behaviorally troubled children oh, and their families. That's so awesome. That's excellent. Good for her, ma'am. Uh, speaking of good on you, uh, Tony Bennett has just set a Guinness World Record for the oldest person to release an album of new material. With his most recent love for sale, collaboration with Lady Gaga, which came out October 1st. This is quite an honor. Uh, Bennett Because they have another world record for shot put. Uh, <laughs> 95 years old, 95 years and 60 days old when it came out. I recently watched a um, a segment uh, that Anderson Cooper did with him. It's it's sad. Is oh, it? I'm goodness. so sad Listen, to hear that. He, he still... He still sings like nobody's business. But in conversation. And, and, and once the music comes on, oh, boom, he turns yeah. it on. But you know what it reminds me of, Steve, is when somebody is just so exhaustingly yeah. tired. Right, right. And they're just like, uh, you know, you ask them a question and they're just like, I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I can't think right yeah. now. You know, that type of thing. Santa's got to go. You know, so it's it's sad. He's um, there's there's a scene where he's, his, he and his wife are, are sitting there and she talks about something. He just goes, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, and it's it's sad to see because up until not that long ago, he was doing well. He was doing great. How old is he again, person? He's ninety five. So he's he's know, listen. He's lived a hell of a my, life. My dad is that age, and he is sharp. He's you know, and, and I mean that's what you wish for if you're going to talk about a quality of life to have that the the sharpness. However, if music brings him joy, yes, and it does. Yes, you can. Uh, then, he, then that's like, a wonderful like, thing. He doesn't forget. Any lyrics at all. He he can sing anything once the music starts. There was a, a friend, actually a friend of uh, the woman who helped when we, my wife and I got married in Puerto Rico. It was a destination uh, wedding and, and Claire's aunt down there, or you know, not by family, but they just called her aunt. She had a friend who was uh, basically going through a dementia 
and um, she basically every day was a happy new experience. So it was it was uh, a wonderful thing for some. That's the good to be, one yeah. to have. That's the good one to have. Yeah, my my buddy's uh, father had the uh, angry scared thing. Oh God, and that's. Yeah. That's torture. Yeah. That's, that's horrible, especially when you see a loved one going through that. Uh, so anyhow, in uh, 2011, uh, Bennett and Gaga recorded the song The Ladies of Tramp, and three years later, they released a collaborative album uh, entitled Cheek to Cheek. And according to Guinness, uh, Guinness uh, Bennett holds uh, four other records. Oldest person to reach number one in the U.S. album chart with a newly recorded album for Cheek to Cheek. Longest time between U.K. top 20 albums, which is 39 years. Oldest person to enter the UK top 20 album chart with duets, uh, an American classic when he was 80, and longest time between the release of an original recording and a re recording of the same single by the same artist. Uh, Bennett uh, recently announced his performance uh, with Lady Gaga at Radio City Music Hall last August, would be his last, as he, of course, is suffering from Alzheimer's. But he's if you watch Lady Gaga, hell of a career. Oh my God, yeah. If you watch Lady Gaga with him, um, she is um, completely. Uh, wonderful, like maternal yes. and, and caring and protective, and it's it's a wonderful relationship. Yep, agreed. So, let's see here. Uh, Superman is now about truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Uh, the new motto replaces truth, justice, and the American way. They didn't do a no sad, bro? I think should it. Truth, uh, justice, justice, and no, no sad, sad, bro? How can you not get behind that? <laughs> D.C. Chief uh, Creative Officer and publisher Jim Lee uh, said at the D.C. Fandome uh, fan event on Saturday uh, that they did this to better reflect the storylines that we are telling across D.C. and to honor Superman's incredible legacy of over 80 years of building a better world. Uh, Superman's motto is evolving, he said. He said uh, Superman has long been a symbol of hope who inspires people, and it is that optimism and hope that powers him forward with this new mission statement. They had briefly flirted with D's nuts. And uh, they <laughs> truth, justice, and D's nuts as he's pointing <laughs> down. Uh, I love that. At that fandom thing, nuts. that DC fandom thing, they unveiled the uh, new The Batman uh, trailer. Okay. Which looks sensational. Yeah. And The Flash movie, which looks sensational. And uh, Black Adam. Yep. Yeah, which really I have good. right here. Yeah. So it's been twenty since the years since The Rock burst onto screams as uh, screens as the uh, Scorpion King as a villain, of course. And now Dwayne Johnson is playing a bad guy again in the first Black Adam footage uh, unveiled at the DC Fandom. Uh, Johnson takes on the power of Shazam as one of DC Comics' baddest bad guys, and he said, uh, "The truth is, I was born to play Black Adam." Uh, and this was uh, at a virtual fan event, he said, uh, promising uh, viewers huge action sequences and breathtaking, and I quote, breathtaking holy S scenes. Uh, Johnson revealed an early scene from the film in which archaeologists make the mistake of zapping Black Adam with a bolt of lightning. Uh, the hooded figure promptly, excuse me, turns uh, a dude to dust, catches a bullet in midair, and then takes to the sky as the title appears. A bolt of lightning. Uh, Black Adam is set to premiere uh, July 29th, 2022. Uh, Pierce Brosnan will be in it as well, uh, in the original cast, uh, some of the original cast members. Did you get to see any of the trailers, Preston? No. Oh, they'll ro- well, I think they'll rock your world. I think you'll be very excited. Uh, I loved Shazam. I thought they did such a great job. I liked it a lot. I yeah, liked it, it a lot. It was, they, they, they took it in a couple different directions, which yeah. is what you just have to do with the Marvel Universe being out there. You got right, right. to try something else, and they had some fun with it. They did. Uh, and, uh, I mean, 
what's his name? Levi. Or, Zachary, uh, Zachary, Zachary Levi. Levi is just phenomenal in it. He's perfect choice. Yes. So, all right. So, this is essentially Shazam 2, but they're calling it Black Adam. Correct. Well, there is a second Shazam. Right? Well, is uh, there not? There's a, there's a Shazam sequel they're working on as well. I Well, that's a good question, Casey. You know what? Um, yeah, because it mentions here that, uh, let's yeah, see, who else is in this? That comes out in 2023, Shazam. So this is not going to involve? So Black Adam is, from what I understand, and I'm not oh. well-versed in that in that stuff. Neither am I. But I'll tell you this. I understand he's actually sort of an anti-hero, like an anti-hero. He's a, a bad guy. A hero who's actually... So he's he's a bad guy, but he's also a hero. Okay, does that so, make any sense? So Pierce Brosnan is going to play Doctor Fate, and I don't know who that is. You're, you're you're in a branch of this yes of this universe that I just no. never really went to much. I, I, I tended to hang a lot in the uh, in the Justice League realm, uh, but I am uh, I am open to check this out. So yeah, Nick, pull up the 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 cast for Shazam two. Uh, no, no, no Black for Black Adam. Adam. Oh, okay, and I just want to see if Zachary Levi is in that at all. Or not, because uh, I think I think it might be right. I mean, yeah. This is a completely different thing. Uh, yeah, okay. It looks totally different. There you go. All right, rock on. See you right there, Lisa Vanderpump. Created by Otto Binder and CC back in 1945, Black Adam was a bad guy in the original Captain Marvel series, uh, published by Fawcett Comics. DC later rebranded the old Captain Marvel, uh, paving the way for the 2019 film Shazam. Uh, Story Zachary Levi Johnson was originally uh, supposed to appear in that film, uh, but Black Adam was spun off into its own film. There you have it, which he describes as a passion project. Okay, so Nick, if you can do a little quick research, is does he have hero-like qualities, Black Adam, at all, or is, is he just yeah? Okay, there, there you go. Yeah, he gets zapped by lightning and then... Like yeah. a bolt of lightning. Yeah, and then it, it says here, the description is uh, he uh, turns a guy to dust and catches a bullet in midair and takes to the sky. All right. So, then, yeah, he's good. He's got the powers. Uh, and also, some other movies from D.C., as you said, Steve the Batman, oh. uh, alongside, uh, that'll be Robert Pattinson, alongside Zoe Kravitz and Colin Farrell. Um, the uh, sequel to Aquaman and The Lost Kingdom is also underway. Uh, and The Flash, as you said, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller is the Scarlet Speedster, reported to unite the multiverse with uh, Ben Affleck's Batman and Michael Keaton's Batman and all that good stuff. In the trailer, Preston, there's a scene where they're there, and, and you just see from the back, it's it's clearly Keaton's Batman cowl mm-hmm. stepping into the scene. And uh, and I, he narrates it, right? Michael Keaton narrates the, that's uh, my the, understanding. the Flash. my understanding. The Flash. The uh, Flash uh, trailer. The new Flash, his, his uniform, his costume is, uh, right. is terrific. Who is Ezra Miller playing in The Eternals? Because he plays a, a fast guy in that too, right? Does he? That I, thought, I didn't know. I thought that was the case. And that, so I saw the trailer for that when I was out to see Shang-Chi this weekend. And now so I'm Ezra Miller's in The Eternals as well. And I don't know. No. I thought he was in it. No, he's not. Ezra Miller's not in The Eternals? No. There's a guy that kind of looks like him. I know God who you're talking damn about. Damn it, I'm way off today. Yeah. All right. Well, Never I, mind. Listen, we this is uh, this is Don't not, listen we to didn't me. hang in this area. Mm-hmm. You know, we we hung more core stuff. This is more peripheral. I was not I did not know a lot about the Eternals. No, uh Robert uh, Robert or Stark one of the Stark boys is in it and Kamel Najiani. Right. Yeah. Rob Stark is in it. Kit Harrington's okay. also in it. Um uh, but yeah, Preston, there's a dude who looks like Ezra Miller in it, but it's not Ezra Miller. Well, then I uh, stand corrected. <laughs> Programming note. We're only human. Yeah. All right. We Born are... to make mistakes. We are ready for uh, clips. I was trying to... That's Human League. I was yeah, trying to yeah, think yeah, of yeah, what yeah, the yeah, lyrics yeah. were. Thank what you. band is that? 
Oh, I thought it was uh, human. Billy Joel. No, yeah. Jubilee. Born to make mistakes. You're thinking. I am just a man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, you're only human. You're born yeah. to make mistakes. Not tears of pain. No? I, I know that song, too. Yes. Is that the same lyric? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the same words, right? It's close. Did, the, did, did Ezra Lee, Miller sing that? Did Human League cover Billy well, Joel? Well, he says Billy Joel says you're supposed to make mistakes That's it. at one point. Ah. Yeah. Artistic differences. So here we go. Okay. What? Thank you. Uh, in Needle in a Time Stack, huh? Nick and Janine are torn apart by an ex-lover who warps time, causing Nick to ask himself what he's willing to sacrifice to save everything that he loves. This is very personal to you, this story. Yes, it is. Uh, I've, I've, I've poured over this. Uh, in this clip, Jaden Wong talks about what made her choose to work on this project. There we go. I think for me, like, with this project, I was really pulled in to just sort of the adventurous spirit of Zoe. Like, that really sort of resonated for me. And also just the exploration of the sibling dynamic between Zoe and Nick. Shut the f*** up, huh? Needle in a time stack is out in theaters now. It's funny. I saw a needle in a nuts. <laughs> Needle in a nutsack. That's about a urologist, Preston. When I started working on Needle in a Nutsack, I thought, I don't like the title of this at all. (laughs) It doesn't sound fun. But it's a very wonderful story. Here's the next clip. A college student chauffeuring two mysterious women across L.A. uncovers their dark and bloodthirsty intentions and finds himself fighting to stay alive in night teeth. Here, Lucy Fry talks about playing a vampire again. It was super fun, and I feel like this time it was a lot more playful and tongue-in-cheek and action-oriented. The first time when I did the Vampire and Vampire Academy, it was a lot more like a teen movie and that like kind of youthful, and my character's a lot more innocent, and she didn't fight or anything, and Zoe is super tough. Uh, Night Teeth is out on Netflix this Wednesday, by the way. Isn't that a Bob Seger song? No, that's Night Moves. Oh. And there's Main Street. Right. Uh, Main so Teeth. Main Teeth may be it. I don't know. <laughs> All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the entertainment <laughs> For report. somewhat Dear usable God. information. Oh, God. <laughs> now, come on. There's, lot, there's only so much that we can do here. Just horrible. Yeah. I'm sitting there and watching it. We went to see Shang-Chi in the, in the uh, yeah. Ten Rings, and uh, I'm sitting there next to my son, Parker, and the trailer for The Eternal comes, uh, Eternals come up, and I'm, I go, I <laughs> I go, Flash is in this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such an idiot. And he, and he just let these that, assumptions. He just what? let that pass? Well, yeah, I mean, so the, the movie's going on. I just said it real quick. Uh, you you paid for talking. his ticket, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so he knows better. You don't buck the system. Just let Dad yeah, have this. Well, yeah. yeah. All right. We should take a break. Come back. When we return, Ooh. we have an announcement yes. about a uh, a show thing that we Ooh. want to pass along to you that I, that I think you will like. We're excited about it. If and, you like things, right? Yeah, if you like things, you'll love this. <laughs> and uh, money clips, too. If you like money, you'll like that as well. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Eddie Vedder. Dorothy. Coheed and Cambria. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. I uh, got a text that says, I was looking forward to this flashy new announcement. That's how uh-huh. Marissa posted yeah. <laughs> in our uh, Instagram tease for this. But yes, we have 
an announcement concerning the Preston and Steve show. And while this may be news to you, some people have figured it out on their own ahead of time, which is fine. Because... I had somebody pull up in front of my house the other day and said, thank you for what you're oh, about really? to announce. Yeah. Okay, so we are officially rolling this out. We've kind of been, as they call it, beta testing it lately, which means we just started doing it without telling anybody about it. But now, <laughs> the Preston and Steve show is streaming live on YouTube every single day. That is correct. So, everything that you hear on your radio, you will now be able to see in the form of a live stream on YouTube. We have, for years, been doing the Preston and Steve Daily Rush, which is compiled after the program and put together and posted up on YouTube. But now... If you want to peek into the magic of the Preston and Steve Studios, everything you can do it live. And we have for explanations our video god, <laughs> Nick Murphy. Yay! Good morning, Nick Murphy. Hi guys, how, how you are? doing? Good man. Uh, may I number one compliment you on your latest adventurous hair? Yeah, uh, that you've been going for, which now you can see streaming on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Nick's gone for a shorter crop on the sides and a little product-induced poof on the top. An homage, yeah, to Lyle love it. I would say, right? Yeah, that he's a uh, 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 your muse, personal <laughs> hero, and Adam ruins everything too, as well. Yeah. There's yeah. a little bit of that thrown in there. Yeah, yeah, just uh, trying to be trying to put on good hair vibes. I like it. <laughs> Man. I'm picking up on your Appreciate vibe. Appreciate it, man. All right, so this streaming thing has been in the works for a long time now, right? Yeah, we've been kind of working on it in the background. Uh, we used to stream kind of like uh, when we'd have big guests in or musical performances on our website. Uh, camp Out for Hunger, we would do it. Camp for Hunger, we yep. did it. And then mm-hmm. we were just like, we should just be doing this all the time. And yeah. the small times that we have done it, people have responded very positively, so we want to jump on it. And it, we needed some puzzle pieces that were missing as far as equipment goes, right? Yeah, there's some technical things we needed to work out. Um, you know, I mean, everybody's streaming, like, pandemic-wise now, but, uh, you know, if this is a big operation. There's just a lot of uh, weird little jigsaw pieces that need to be put together and just takes time to put it all together. Part yeah. of the deal. Yep. I remember about a year ago, during Camp Out for Hunger, we streamed a lot, and people started picking up on it and realizing that they could watch the show, you know, see the guests that were coming on mostly via Zoom last year and really responding positively. And so I think we sort of took that and, and realized maybe we can do this back here and uh, and now here we are today. Yeah, and I think uh, the way we're doing it is really nice. When we go to commercial, we're playing uh, older clips. We have, you know, years, ten, you know, a decade worth of, you know, things that Video. we can show. Yeah, yeah, we can show in between stuff, which is a lot of fun. Yep. And there's some tricks that have to be done as far as if, if we're if we're playing licensed music or things right. during the show, <laughs> yeah. you're, you might see some things that happen yeah. uh, that you've do, kind of uh, done a patch for, right? Yeah, that's the one thing that uh, YouTube is kind of rough with. They don't really like copyrighted music, and they don't like when you do it, so uh, we had to find some creative workarounds for when we play some music on the show. And then, if we're going to be doing Zoom interviews, do we have that availability yet to put their video up? Uh, we're close to that. We okay, have, not there yet. You'll be able to hear the audio, and then, uh, you know, hopefully in the future, probably post-camp out, we'll be able to have... Okay. Um, well, when we do that, let's put a bobblehead on a locked camera and yeah, just, just make sure that... that yeah, just, <laughs> it's shaking <laughs> when uh, they're talking. Yeah, I like that. that. That's actually... Uh, and did Newman University kind of uh, help yeah, out a little bit? Super big thanks to Newman University. They have been uh, a great partner, you know, for years with Camp Out, uh, with other things, and now um, with this venture, they're uh, a big partner with they, for They've us. upped the game on so much, and they've been very... Uh, they've been wonderful, I mean, really. And, and also... Their students who come and will man cameras and handle things at the camp out and stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah. They're, they're they're tremendous. Yeah. If you're into video stuff, if you're into broadcasting, into into any kind of like production stuff, they're a great 
a great resource uh, in this in you know in this area. Yeah, and, uh, I highly recommend uh, checking out their college. Their setup is amazing. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Nick Murphy. Thanks, we are now guys. streaming hey, on YouTube. Hey, 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 that is the big announcement. So if if you hear something you want to see, then you can just uh, tune in or. Like some texts are coming in, you know, somebody's been doing it, stumbled across it a couple weeks ago, and they were like, thank God, I listen in Pittsburgh, and this is, our radio sucks out here, and we'd like to check you guys out, and so they're doing it on YouTube. And you can always continue streaming if you're busy in the morning, whatever, whatever, or just listen on the good old radio. We love that. Any any way, shape, or form that you decide to consume the Preston and Steve show, we appreciate. So thank you very, very much. It's just another added dimension to our program. And you get to see Kathy's makeup applications. Oh, uh, thank you. you. Yeah. Uh, but she we glosses right before we go on. We tactfully cut away, as we said, during the commercials, so we can do this stuff. Like, we, we tend to like to feel each other up, and that <laughs> would not be appropriate. It's not appropriate for <laughs> no. you to see. You would anyway. see yeah. all of that. All right. Uh, speaking of Kathy, there's an interesting story that you shared <laughs> with us about your contact lenses. Yeah, so I've been wearing contacts. I forgot to call my mom and ask her, but she knows the exact grade I was in. Maybe it was either sixth grade or eighth grade. I forget. I wore glasses in elementary school, and then eventually when I was old enough, like, we went to contacts, and it was, like, a game changer for me. And Was it elementary school when you, when you switched to contacts? Uh, no, I think it was, like, middle school middle when school? I switched okay. to contacts, All yeah, right. um, when I was old enough to, to do it myself. And, you know, they, first they were hard contacts, and you'd use that little plunger to put them in your eyes like i've been doing this my entire life and they've changed over the years there's now these you know very thin breathable um soft contacts that i've been wearing for years and years and years disposable right disposable i wear them um you know during the day and then just before i go to bed i throw them out um but they come in so i get big packs of them and they come in strips of five and so each day i have to pull you know one contact off one for the right one for the left and for years i'm like this is so stupid like the way that they have this all connected because when you pull it off sometimes you're pulling off the next day's contact you're opening it up so now that's sitting there open and it is sit- sitting in solution but right. it can't be good for it to be open to the air for an entire day before i wear it so like right. i'd have to like carefully do it and then i was getting scissors and i was cutting them i'm like this is really dumb like why can't they just make an easy way for you to pull off the day's contact well <laughs> just recently i realized i've been doing it wrong the entire oh time. God. So you can you actually here snap you? it off but you have to just you just snap it like uh, like you would take a, I don't know, like a, like a pretzel stick and you just snap it. I was doing it backwards. I was doing it the opposite way so it was it was kind of like tearing and I was pulling this off friggin thing. the foil that's on the oh top and exposing God. the contact when all I had to do was snap and there's your day's contact. And the reason I wanted her to bring this story up is because I want to hear from you what, what did you at some point find out you had been doing wrong your entire life? I thought it was done this way. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody ever bothered to show me that this way is much easier. And this is how you're actually supposed to do it. <laughs> whatever you, that you may feel be. so stupid. And yes. I was like folding them and, and like creasing it and trying to like pull it apart like <laughs> nice. And, like you would do with like a piece of paper. You know, you do like a nice uh, tear. Right. I, like I would do that every day. No, all, you mm. didn't have snap. to fold. You didn't have to crease. All you did was snap it. Like there was lines already there. And you just. <laughs> Snap it off. So easy. So easy. Thank God they thought of this years ago. Is this what we're seeing here in the studio? Yes, so we're looking at a picture in the studio. That's exactly it. So the way that it's sitting like that, that's how I was trying to tear it. But if you turn it the other way and you just pull down on one of the contacts, it it pops right right off. off. Snaps right off. You don't have these years. No, I don't. You've been living a lie. In case I don't have any with me now. (sighs) So easy. And, And now... So you've wasted all that time, all those years, contacts. Years. 
of just trying to do it your own way. <laughs> I mean, I listen. I I didn't. I wear them every single day, so I can't waste them. So, I, like I said, I was using scissors, like running downstairs and grabbing scissors in the morning. Like it just was, you know, like a stupid added process that I didn't need when all I had to do was snap it off. Yeah, but I mean, when I'm, t- I've been wearing contacts since I was a kid. For I, years, I can't see without yeah. them. So I've been wearing them for years, and yeah, just figured this uh, out. It says Kathy, what brand? Here's a text. Is it uh, AccuView yes. Moist? Okay. Yeah. Moist. Uh, it says one raged about this as well. I don't know what oh. one means. But... Oh, so maybe they, so they raged about it as well because yeah. it, it would ter- yeah, you're it's because you're probably doing it wrong like I did for years. <laughs> Several people are texting in and say like Casey's wiping. <laughs> exactly. Wiping in the wrong direction. Dude, I'm a changed man. He's when you change- put contact yeah. lenses in your ass, yeah. which way do you do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Uh but I feel like I need to change that up. I, I was thinking What, you're not about, liking it anymore? No, no. Uh, no, I'm talking about that. No. Are we talking about contact lenses? No, no. Okay. We're talking about both. No, I'm talking about, about I'm talking about contact lenses. I was actually thinking about doing that because I am... Oh, getting contacts? Yeah. Ah. Huh. Yeah. Have you ever worn them? No. No, but I, w- I wear glasses now, and I uh, probably should wear them more often than I do. And um, the... Pro- I like, you know, my sunglasses. I just spent a whole bunch of money on new sunglasses, and but I need, like, uh, prescription sunglasses. Yeah. So, I don't know. I figure if I just put contacts in, then I don't have to worry about prescription sunglasses. I don't know. You want me to take a look? Yeah. Have, have, you, have you talked to your optometrist about no, it? No, 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 no. Okay. Talk to your optometrist. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably talk to your optometrist because Kathy's got really bad vision. Like, yeah. She I needs mean, them. I, yeah, I, I can't go out of the house without them. Like, I can't. I wouldn't be able to. We did a contest. Remember? I sat in the guest. Oh, yeah. You, uh, at the guest mic, and I took my contacts out, and you guys brought people into the studio she door. Recognize and me. I had to identify them. That's right. It was, it, I think I, I only got a few. That's funny. Uh, hang on, doing things wrong your entire life. I'm going to go to Rob. Hey, Rob, good morning. Yeah, hi, what's up? Yeah, bud, <laughs> just want to hear your story. What's going on, brother? So, up until I was like 25 years old, I'd been tying my shoes wrong my whole life. Oh, wow. What <laughs> method were you using? How were you doing it? I might blow a bunch of people's minds, right? Yeah. Like, traditionally, you, you make your bunny ear, you go around it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you go through the hole and you pull it tight, right? Right. And then if you want to keep them from coming untied, you do a double knot, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. All good. We're on the same page. If you go around the loop that you make twice and then go through the hole and cinch it down, yep. they never come untied. <laughs> okay. It's kind of like a double knot, I guess. It's not really. It's like a, it's almost like a like a double clove hitch versus a single clove hitch. I'm getting too technical here. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm sort of losing it, but I'm trying it. But you know what? That was simple. That was a methodology. That's not like, in other words, like with Kathy's thing. There was a way that was absolutely set in place. What do you think, Kath? No, no. Okay. Kathy's re- Kathy's refuting your theory, Rob. No, it comes no. undone easy. So, no, it's cinches, then you're doing it wrong. It's cinches closed. Well, we're on YouTube now. Hold your foot up to the camera <laughs> yeah. so that Rob can see how you're doing. You know what, though? See I, if your elbows can tuck behind your back. Okay, <laughs> let, me, let me just uh, explain a little bit deeper. My dad, my mom taught me to tie my shoes, right? And then one day when I was 25, my dad, who wore combat boots his whole life, said, you're doing it wrong. Huh. Well, why didn't you teach me when I was five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dad. I wanted you to be a man. <laughs> so um, I had huh? seen this thing. Thanks, re- Rob. I saw this thing right. recently on one of the social medias that it. All right, listen. It doesn't take that long to tie your shoes, but there is this way, and it m- might be the way he was describing that it takes 
like half the time it takes you to tie your shoe, and they will never come untied. When you're and late like for that this, board meeting, yeah, right. No, so what's the methodology? Because to me, uh, the, the, the I've been using the standard, like he said, the one knot or a double knot if you don't want them to come undone, yeah. and you're good to go. Yeah, I don't. I, I um, I saw it on social media. I didn't ever try it, but I when I saw well, it, I what was is like, it? Kath, if somebody, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you don't know what the time is. What are you grilling for? I don't know. Honestly, I don't remember, but I saw it. I, I probably was wearing sandals at the time when I was watching it, so I couldn't actually is, put it into practice. Is it legit, though? Because, I, like, I, I'm getting tired of, of these, like you see them on TikTok, these life hacks mm-hmm. that are so stupid. Like, Preston, the one that, that that's the edge of the rich cracker that you're supposed to yeah. use to cut the cheese. Come on, for that's Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, you that's, found something Yeah, and you to want to get on TikTok. Crack. Yeah. Uh, here's a text. Listen to this. It says, my whole life, I hated shrimp. Oh, no. Until, oh my God. in my 30s, my wife pointed out, you're not supposed to eat the tails. Oh, my, oh my God. Very sharp and crunchy. That's <laughs> oh from Adam God. in Coatesville. That is making me cringe thinking of that right now. By the way, why do they even leave the tails on there in the first place? Is that just because... To make it look like a shrimp? A shrimp cocktail, and it's a oh. little handle that you can use. Right. You know, how, you know how you guys, some of you guys don't like the, the bones and things like that yeah. uh, in, in chicken and so on? Right. I don't like, like the, 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 the crustacean skin, the, does, the, the, the tails. The exoskeleton. I can't stand does it. it come, is there an option for it to come without it? Tailless shrimp? No, well, not when you're getting like a shrimp cocktail. Right, uh, if it's it in is, pasta or something like that, then yeah, yes, the, okay. the, the tails will be gone. But so maybe it is like a little handle for you. It took me forever to figure out how to get all of that shrimp meat out of there. It's satisfying when you do. It is, isn't yeah. it? You yeah. just pinch it. I know, and it, and it's it's so much easier to get it out. Yeah, but even the tail, time, I would bite that off and go, man, I know. There's some left in there. It's like when you there's still crab meat or lobster meat left inside the shell, and you're like, "What the hell?" They you see know? that that's been the big deterrent for me with lobster and shrimp and all that stuff. That the amount of prep, I, I, anything <laughs> you have to you have to scrape the crap out of. There's more prep in uh, in like crab legs. Like I love crab legs, but it takes a lot of effort. The yield, no, it's yeah. too much. Yeah, I'm with you. By the way, this uh, posting says leaving the tails on it makes the food more attractive. So Steve, yes, it makes it look nice, makes it look pretty. Um, and it says uh, it adds flavor to the dish. It makes the shrimp look larger. It's, it's easier it's for smiling at me. It's a cr- <laughs> <laughs> it's a crunchy and tasty addition. No, it's not crunchy. Don't eat it. That's well, disgusting. Then do you eat the shell of the uh, of the of the lobster? The I clo- guess so. Yeah. It's like, like uh, Daryl Hannah. Yeah, yeah. in uh, in Splash. Yeah. Uh, somebody else texted in. They they knew someone who swallowed uh, toothpaste for twenty years. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, that's so, so a mouthful of toothpaste. Well, now, is there a medical issue with doing that? I don't think so. Probably that little amount. I don't think because so. I will ice a cake with that occasionally if Ooh. I minty fresh. <laughs> what kind of icing is this? Oh, it's Colgate. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go to uh, Frank. Hi, Frank. Good morning. Is this the Hall of Fame President Steve show? Almost. We <sighs> yes. get inducted yeah. in a week from Friday. So, but you can call us that if you want right. to. Uh, never Thank mind. You, I'm hanging up. <laughs> 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 I don't blame you. What's up, man? Uh, so I was working in a warehouse, and uh, we all know what a pallet jack is, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, those things lift up, but I didn't know that. <laughs> they do. You didn't know that? Well, I didn't. Well, I might have knew, but I just didn't know how to do. It. Well, no, I didn't know. I didn't know. And I was just dragging a pallet 
around the floor, but nobody said anything. So, so to explain what he's talking about, if you ever see a pallet, it actually, the prongs go in, yeah. and, and you can raise the pallet a little bit off the ground so you can move it around. So you were just sliding these things all over the floor? Dude, people thought I was, like, super strong. I got, like, I got really ripped in, like, two weeks. Oh, that's funny. Like, yeah. yeah, no, right. they, that's well. There you go. You learned. Live I can learn, understand though. Not a lot of people encounter pallet jacks on a daily basis. No, yeah, that's a little out of the ordinary. So, uh, but I find it funny that uh, Kathy, after all those years, couldn't didn't know this about the uh, the contacts. Here's something not quite the same. Uh, but if you ever get like a single, uh, like if you go to a uh, convenience store at the airport and you need to get, um, you know, like some Tylenol or Advil or something like that. They right. sell them in the little packet that just has two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, now okay. you're in my territory. You're in my thing that I hate the most, so please instruct. So there's a little secret on how to open those. If you'll notice in the upper corner, in, yes. in one of the corners, there's a small little slit. Now, the slit doesn't go all the way to the corner. And until I read how you do it, I didn't Ow. know. How do you do you it? You fold the corner down, Steve, and that then, it, you'll have to see it for it to make sense. All, All right. right. I can make a little diagram here for you. Can you set up a little diorama using dead mice? Uh, by the way, Casey's tying his shoes right now. Okay. Uh, I just, I found oh. the video. I can't believe it. All right, so, Steve, so, so let's yep, say, yep, and yep. this is a, hey, if you're streaming, you can you'll watch. be able yeah, to yeah. see this right. on yeah. YouTube. So there's a little slit here. Right. What you do is you fold the corner down like this. Okay. And then you can tear it. I've, oh. I've done that. Such. And it works so much easier. It does, that. but it also doesn't work sometimes, and it's also very frustrating. It's frustrating. It's when like you can't so. Open it. I open. Uh, we get big bags of cat food, and they say, "Okay, you know, there's a special way. Mid bag, you're supposed to push in and lift up, and it opens up a flap that never works. The directions are completely ridiculous, and it never works." If someone has broken that code or can shoot an instructional video for me using lighting and extras, I would like to see that. <laughs> Please. Uh, I will go to Tyler. Hey, Tyler, good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, sir. What's going on? Well, up until I was about 20 years old, I ate sunflower seeds wrong. I oh, just yeah. figured, figured they were like Doritos or chips where you just open them up and you pop them in, you chew them, and then you swallow them. So you were eating the whole... the whole. I was eating the whole thing. You're not, you're not alone. <sighs> no. We just got a text uh, that was very similar. Okay, so there's something that's similar. Anamame, the, um, a lot of people will eat the... Um, the outer the part? The outer, yes. My, my niece was doing that. It's all tough. <laughs> and by the way, Tyler, when, when you would poop the next day, did you have shells coming out whole in your stool? Oh, geez. I mean, I, I started doing that when I was a kid, probably like wow. 11, 12 years old. I, you know, I had my mom take me to the doctor. I'm like, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. And then they're just like, yeah, you need to, you need to crack those open. There's a seed inside of that. <laughs> Dude, how do you eat coconuts? <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, I can see that, though, Tyler. Jesus Christ. Thank you, by the way, and because you're a pain in the ass to eat, but that's Literally. why at, the, um, uh, at a ball game, you'll see, like, a giant mass of spit-laden yeah. uh, seeds because people will chew the seeds up in their mouth, yeah. uh, get the little seed out, and then just spit the outer shell out onto the ground it's in like front of them. It's seed of the naked gun with the pistachios. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. Only these have been kind of already chewed up and run through. Again, um, that's work. It's a lot of work for little yield. So Carter, my son, recently made um, uh, pumpkin soup. It's something he likes to do this Ooh. time of year. And then he took the he took the seeds and he roasted right. those and mixed in a whole bunch of... Uh, of uh, seasonings and stuff, and made the tastiest pumpkin seeds I've ever had. So what are they? They're so good. Really good? Yeah, he's like, a, you know, like garlic powder and salt and mm. paprika and a bunch of stuff in there. 
Um, but I got to believe while chewing on those things, that has got to be so fibrously rich. That, right? I why mean, am I not pooping? You know, like a solid like, brick, like clear. It should, you should right. poop plexiglass. Yeah. You're, 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 um, because you're you're scouring your system basically with Brillo yeah. when you're eating that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I actually, um, so I love pumpkin seeds, and you can eat them whole, but you can kind of crack them open the same way you would a uh, uh, sunflower seed. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, can, can you bake and put a little seasoning on shrimp tails? I'd like to do that. Yeah. I'm going to go to Nicole. We're talking about things you've been doing wrong your whole life. Hi, Nicole. Good morning. Hi. How hey. are you? Good. What's up, Nicole? Well, I went to Catholic school my entire life. I'm from a big Irish Catholic family, and we said the bless us, O Lord, prayer, even in high school, before every meal in the cafeteria. And one day I was babysitting my nephews. I was about 27, and they said it before lunch, so I said it with them, and he blesses, O Lord, and these thy gifts. And I'm like, wait, what did you say? And he said, blesses, O Lord, and these thy gifts. Oh, no. What were you saying? I always thought it was, bless us, O Lord, and ease thy gifts. Like, ease, ease. down your throat so you don't choke. Like, ease yeah. thy gifts yeah. down my yeah. throat. Oh Dear my Lord, God. please relax my gag reflex <laughs> <laughs> as I take these so, copious amounts of shrimp tails down my throat. Oh, that's funny. Right. Well, wow. From a five-year-old. And yep. so you were 27 in your entire life. And I Kindergarten was my first day of Catholic school, all the way through 12th grade. <laughs> wow. So every day. What was that little aha moment like? Were you were you slightly embarrassed or... Uh... I was by myself with three, like five and under. So I'm like, wait, these? What are you saying? These? these? Like, I couldn't believe it. That I have to look this up. That can't yeah. be right. Yeah. If you little <laughs> bastards breathe one word of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Thank all right, you, Nicole. Going. Appreciate it. Uh, let me go to another call. I have uh, Jason who's checking in. Hi, Jason. Good morning. Good morning. It. Hey, good morning. It. What's up, man? <laughs> so you know those little white paper cups that you see at like Arby's for condiments, like yeah. ketchup or barbecue sauce. Yeah. Well, you know you're supposed to pull those apart. The perforations tear apart, and the thing gets like you know it starts like a nickel size. It gets like a half dollar size, and you can like fill it up and be able to dip your stuff in it. You Wait, can. So you're Wait, saying you it, it's about? almost like pleated um, pants. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're so folds. Exactly, they're folds. Exactly. So you can expand it, is what he's saying. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking? So those little uh, cups have oh, little yes. pleats in them. They're yes. teeny that's, tiny. That's so they expand. How do you expand it? So you just kind of. At, at the rim, you just kind of pull it pull apart, apart a little bit, and it'll get wider if you want uh-huh. it. You can actually yeah, flatten it all the way out if you want to. Wait, uh-huh. and you do that after you put the condiment in it? Or he's <laughs> saying, what what Jason is saying, if you want to get more in there, right, Jason? Yeah, just kind of open it up a little. You a French fry in the one the way it comes, but if you, like, pull it out, you could put, like, chicken, like, anything. Fit. It's, like, three huh. times the size, and nobody does it. Okay. Nobody. I actually know about it, and they never do it. Because I'm like, you know, right? I should do that because when I, I, I love, like, if I'm going to have French fries, yes, uh, I love tons of ketchup. Okay. And if you're, like, at a ballpark or something like that mm-hmm. or, or a concert or whatever and, and you've only got, you don't want to do 50 of those things, you can, I need to do that too. I normally don't, Steve. I forget about you it. You wear glasses. Do you have glasses that come in a case? I do. Okay. So then fill that up with ketchup when oh. you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Smart. <laughs> I so many opportunities to use that. <laughs> That's today. a hack press. I'm going to go on TikTok with that hack. Uh, let me go to Vanessa. Hi there, Vanessa. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. What's up, Vanessa? Well, I, when I was about 18, went to church with one of my friends. She was Catholic. I was not because we were going shopping afterwards. 
And when the time came where everybody stands up and says, peace be with you, and they shake hands. Yes. I thought they were saying, please to meet you. Oh, yeah. please to meet you. <laughs> so I was shaking everybody's hand saying, please to meet you, wondering why everybody's looking at me funny. Yes. And my friend is like literally under the pew <laughs> laughing. Oh, that's funny. Now face each other and give each other the how's it hanging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, listen, when not being Catholic, and, yeah. and when I do uh, end up in a in a Catholic church, and that happens, peace be with you is not a natural thing for me to say, sure. like it is for you guys who practice that faith. So I I always say, how you doing? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that's like, what I'm used uh, to do when I shake hands. Is what? Hey, how you doing? Well, a lot of people. A lot of people. That's just pretty much it. Just, oh, please, 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 please. Uh-huh. And then there are other people. I don't even think I say it anymore. Like guy. it's just like a nod because people stop shaking shaking hands and during COVID. You know what I mean? And it's just like can, you give like a nod now. Can you do a sup? Yeah, sup. Well, no, no. you can sup still dog. say no. You, no, we don't just say sup. Anymore. Yo, <laughs> yo. Um, there was a guy pow! who was <laughs> yeah, these nuts. No, the no, the um, not at my church. There was a guy who. And Kathy, you know these guys, uh, and women will do it too. Where they gotta go, they gotta go. Peace be with you, everybody in the whole set. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like peace be with you, peace be. All right, we got it. You're a really good Catholic. There's the people that hug and kiss too, right? Yes, like, they're called molesters. No, no, no. Um, oh, you mean the church? Like, no, stop it. like your own family. Yes, case your own family. Yeah. I don't even hug and kiss my own family. Uh, no, I kiss my wife. I'll, I'll kiss other people's wives, but. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, hang on. I don't understand this one. Let me go to another quick call. We're going to break here in a second. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Morning. How what, you doing? Good. What's up, Kyle? Uh, my wife's 33 years old. Uh, she did not know that the old electric coil-style stoves lift up like a car hood so that you can clean under them. <laughs> yes, they do. To, like, and that was a shock? <laughs> they do? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what is this now? Uh, 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 your oven? Style. You. No, the range top. The range top, the range exactly. Top. It lifts up. Like, that's how you clean it. Oh. We went to Home Depot, and she had to go lift them all up. Oh, oh one of the older ones. Yes, I know okay. what you're talking about. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, and there's a lot of junk under there. Yes, yeah. there is. A lot of crumbs Grease, and, and dead mice. Stuff. Yeah, you're right. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, Kathy now lives a new life. Oh, my That's God. Great. It's going to be so much easier with your contacts. You can just snap apart. And you know, there, just... there were other people that texted in, so I hope uh, if you do use those contacts that you know you can just snap it off. <laughs> I noticed that the stress lines on your forehead have evened out. Shut up. Yeah. And my kids aren't aware that like sometimes uh, next to the cash there's this table so that when you're not using the remote control, you can put the table on the remote control so it doesn't fall in between the cracks of the television and then you lose the remote control One more time with every that case? single day. I lost There's, there's a table that sits next to your couch and you can put your remote there oh, and then that okay. way you never lose the remote <laughs> try that out at you, home you should today. try that all right by the way just to reiterate our announcement earlier the president steve show is now uh youtube live stream yes. you can watch everything that happens here in the studio uh and you want to like and subscribe to the president steve show we'll send you daily reminders and all that good stuff so you know hit that bell as they say in the youtube videos and we'll be doing this again at the camp out right i mean so it continues oh, yeah. straight through oh, yeah. yeah yeah definitely we're off we, just, money now. we wanted to roll it out here in the studio because we've done it at the camp out before right. but now you get to peek inside the Preston and Steve Studios, what we have going on. And it's sponsored by Newman University. We thank them for all their assistance. Yay. Come discover the new you at Newman University. So let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to the bizarre file. We also have your first shot today at $500. MMR's Money Clips coming up. We'll be right back. Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. 
The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we made an announcement just a little while ago that uh, the Preston and Steve show is now streaming live on YouTube each and every day. Every show that we do. Yes. You will be able to uh, watch the whole thing uh, as it plays out on our YouTube channel. And you can go to PrestonandSteve.com and link on that. Or you can go to YouTube and do a search on Preston and Steve. You'll be able to find it. And that's the show wraps up. The entire show is up as a watchable YouTube video, correct? That is correct. So it's uh, we've been... Kind of testing it for uh, a few weeks now and not really rolling anything out about it. But now there it is out there in the open and it is sponsored by Newman University. Come discover the new you and you can uh, like and subscribe it and you will get the uh, YouTube channel uh, reminders. Mm. So we would love for you to uh, check it out when you get a chance. And just keep in mind, there'll be interruptions when we use uh, copyrighted music and stuff like that. So uh, we're figuring it all out as we go along. But uh, thank you, Nick Murphy and company. Uh, for getting this whole thing working. So you can now watch that on YouTube. Peek into the studio. Let's do the B-File. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. It's brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. Uh, let's begin with this. It was a frightening moment for a customer after he said a waitress at a Waffle House in Atlanta pointed a gun at his head after a dispute over food. Uh, Candy Franklin said she was like, she will blow my brains out. Uh, Candy uh, had said it all happened over cheese eggs. So what could have been so horrible that she had to draw down on the guy? She said at, uh, actually it was a girl, at first uh, they didn't bring them to me, then they brought me normal eggs, and I said that I ordered eggs with cheese on it. I tipped her and everything. It was a normal, it was all a normal dispute over food. I never in a million years thought that it would come to gun violence. Uh, She said, I was looking down at my food, making sure that it was right, and that's when I just saw people running. I look up, and she had a gun at me. You gonna eat them eggs or what? <laughs> I didn't think she would shoot, and then she cocked it back. So I was like, maybe she is about to do something. And then I quote, she says, now it's the time for me to turn into Rambo and get out of there. So that's what, what she did. What the hell? Uh, Atlanta police confirmed that they are investigating the incident. Oh, it's the new dish, Moons Over Rambo. Franklin said, I was uh, fearing for my life. Because I had been shot before. Jesus. And I just lost a brother to gun violence. All of that was going through my mind. 
Now, listen to, listen to what Waffle House says. Yeah, please. A representative from Waffle House said that they have received a customer complaint and they've launched an investigation. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to look into that. They'll look into yeah. the customer complaint. For the most complaint. part, it's, it's something we frown upon at Waffle House. Pulling a gun on them. Oh, my God. You're eat, you, some, of those, some of those squares don't have butter in them. Wow. All right. Uh, showing no fear of humans and with a distinctive item around its neck, an antlered deer attacked a woman on her property. Uh, while the woman survived the bizarre attack, despite numerous puncture wounds, Man. the Michigan Department of Natural Resources is reminding residents that wildlife should indeed stay wild. Rantlers! Officers uh, responded to a residence. It's one of the rangers. For a report of an antlered white-tailed Rantlers. deer having attacked a woman. Uh, the woman in question, 64-year-old Patty Jean Wills, Willis, uh, had been getting ready for church when she said she let her dogs outside and heard them making a ruckus. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Looking into her backyard, she saw a deer standing there. Adding to the oddity was that the deer wore an orange collar around its neck. Okay. Uh, Willis's son and husband went outside, and the deer wandered off, she said. About 10 to 15 minutes later, she went outside to tend her chicken coop before heading to church. Said, I got about halfway to the coop when I seen that deer coming at me with his antlers down. She's seen it real good. Yep. Uh, Willis said it was charging me. Luckily, I saw it because it would have gotten me in my side. Uh, she said she turned just in time for the deer to hit her head on. Like a matador. Said it hit me hard and knocked me back at least 10 feet on my back. I grabbed its antlers wow. somehow in the process, and they were the first thing I could grab. I was in shock. Pinned to the ground and grappling with the ungulate. Uh, Willis began screaming as her arms grew weaker and the antlers' points pierced her skin. Oh, man. She said, I screamed and screamed as loud as I could, and I never screamed that loud in my life. Rantlers. She, she thought I wasn't going to make it. Rantlers! Uh, Willis's 45-year-old son, Luke, heard the screams and <sighs> oh, came man. running. He scared the deer off and his, uh, off his mother and held her to the house, uh, though at one point the deer made another charge toward them. What had the deer so pissed off? They don't know. Uh, he ended up, her husband, Jr. fetched a pistol. Hey, dear, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Jr. go fetch a pistol. Yeah. And then fired a shot in the deer's direction. Right, and is it up, dear? They believe the shot missed. I'm coming for you. Uh, Patty Willis uh, said ended up being hospitalized for three days and received 21 stitches to her hip, right leg, and left hand. So I wonder how common some... Uh, in, is this a thing with deer attacking humans? So here's the deal. The DNR officers began an investigation of the attack, and in doing so, they visited another nearby residence that had, uh, they had been to for a complaint in June 2020. At right. that time, they said, we responded to a residence where a family had either was either, either been trying to rehabilitate a fawn or had just taken in a fawn almost as if it was their pet. So that's why it had sort of a leash or like well, a... Uh, an- they, have, they haven't connected it to that right. case, but they think that that's a likely assumption. It, is it possible they were trying to create a kill fawn? Ooh, maybe. Kill maybe. fawn. Uh, so what's unknown, to, yeah, is if the deer was with that uh, part of the incident. It's the same one who attacked last month. So, yeah. You know those antlers, you know, they're, they're, they're pointy. They're sharp. Oh, yeah. yeah, they'll cause some damage. Absolutely. Rantlers, Rantlers exactly. All right, here is a follow-up story. A Canadian high school principal who recently made global headlines after exposing herself as an Iron Maiden fan will keep her job despite concerned parents calling for her removal. Sharon Burns, principal of Eden High School in St. Catharines, Ontario, was recently criticized after sharing two images on social media, one of which showed her posing in front of an Iron Maiden banner and license plate (laughs) while throwing up horns in uh, gesture and... 
The other featuring a figure of the band's mascot, Eddie, sitting alongside a handwritten note saying Eddie 666 inside a a love heart. Did you hear her announcement to the school over the uh, loudspeakers? No. Woe to you. (laughs) Wow. A group of uh, parents start <laughs> started a change.org petition to transfer bones to another school. Maybe we school. should have fired her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, writing that they were deeply disturbed. That'd be like firing them for listening to Rat. Uh, the petition. <laughs> <laughs> right? Which has since been closed, garnered uh, 553 signees. And a counter petition titled, We Need Mrs. Burns, is still active, and it has amassed over 23,000 signatures. All because of Iron Maiden. At the time of writing. So the school board has uh, spoken with both Burns and the disgruntled parents, and the issue is over as far as the board is concerned. Can they reach a happy medium and maybe just take away one six? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. One six, just have 66. 66. Uh, Burns has removed both posts. However, no further action was needed. Huh. All right, and then we'll do we'll do one more story. This is pretty interesting. Uh, an investigation into the defrauding of thirty five million dollars from a bank in the United Arab Emirates in January of last year has found that deep fake voice technology was here. We used go here. We go to imitate a company director known to a bank branch manager who then authorized the transactions. Isn't that wild? Uh, the branch manager uh, of an unnamed victim bank in the UAE uh, had. Uh, received a phone call from a familiar voice, which together with accompanying emails from a lawyer named Martin Zellner, convinced the manager to disperse the funds, which were apparently intended for acquisition of a company. Is yes. $35 million. My name is Martin Holner. <laughs> <laughs> what was it again? Uh, so the company's branch manager received a phone call that claimed to be from a I company like headquarters. $35 million, please. Company headquarters. The caller sounded like the director of the company. So I'm the branch the director of the company. The branch manager believed the call was legitimate. Signed Epstein's mother. Uh, the branch <laughs> manager also received several emails that looked like they went along with it. And uh, so he ended up uh, sending the money out. And, okay, send it out today. Uh, yeah. The Emirati investigators then established the deep fake voice cloning technology had been used to imitate the company director's voice. That's very troubling. Wow. Because not only that, you're dealing, you know... All the things they can replicate now. You, so this is the onus is on the companies to come up with better ways to screen this stuff. By the way, this is the second, the only, the second known incidence of voice-based deepfake financial fraud. The first took place nine months earlier uh, when an executive at a UK energy company was um, was tricked on the phone by what sounded like an employee's boss demanding a transfer of about $250,000. Yes, hi, I'm an employee's boss. Wow. <laughs> and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. All right, you got like 30 seconds left, my friend, to get over the word wonder for the MMR money clip. So you got to do that now. Do it. Running out of time because it ends on Friday. Yeah. So make sure you uh, text it or send it to the app or at WMMR.com. You got to do that now. The word is wonder. Good luck. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. So make sure you stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You Help You Live. Hey guys, it's George Lucas here at GCL Metropolitan in Jackson, New Jersey. I restore antique car parts, grills, trim, bezels, whatever you need in that area. I am a one man run shop. Been doing this for 35 years. I can be found on Facebook or on my website, GCLMetropolitan.com. Thanks. Next message. The uncle is surprised my wife, Stacy, who's a wedding photographer. Things start returning normal, and you need one of the area's best wedding photographers. I'd appreciate it if you check it out at Lexus Gold Photography or at Lexus Gold Photo. L E X 
U-S-G-O-L-D photo on Instagram. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. We have some breaking news. Uh, Breaking news. Breaking news. Colin Powell passed away. Yeah. That's sad. Uh, first uh, black U.S. Secretary of State and, of course, military leader, and he died from complications from COVID-19. Yeah. I didn't know he had been sick. I no? I not aware. He was 84 years old, by the way. Uh, so we just saw that this morning. Uh, husband, father, grandfather, great, great, grand, no, not great grandfather, great American, it says. Yes. Uh, reading this uh, um, press release. He was probably so. a great grandfather, though. Mm-hmm. Possibly, yeah. You know, like, I, don't, I don't really know. If you know. were one of his grandkids, you would say he was great? Uh, sure. Yeah, he was great. He was a great grandfather. Um, but he did uh, two tours in Vietnam, and uh, you know, so he's, he was a combat veteran, and then obviously worked his way up in the ranks, and then uh, uh, got involved with uh, politics. And um, yeah, so wow, I did not know. Had no idea he was sick. No, again, it's in this time where you immediately assume, okay, anything that's happening, I'm going to hear about it because there's just 45 million different ways to hear about the news. To not know that he had been sick or struggling yeah. with this is uh, is kind of a shock. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's yeah. Breaking news. Yes. I'll pass that along. Very sad. That, yeah. Sad to hear that. Um, here's a good story uh, on the other side and has some local ties. Uh, but you guys see this over the weekend? Dawn Staley, uh, the basketball player and coach. Uh, she has uh, on Friday the South Carolina Board of Trustees approved a new seven year. $22.4 million contract for her, making the highest play- paid black coach in women's basketball. Wow. She, I, I loved watching yeah. her play, man. She She's was very cool. a bad Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the deal, which will pay her $2.9 million this season, uh, puts her on par with UConn's Gino Ariema, uh, the highest paid coach in women's basketball. Hmm. Uh, it's an $800,000 raise for Staley, who is set to make uh, $2.1 million this season before her new contract was approved on Friday. Uh, she said in a statement, uh, credit, uh, credit where credit's due. She said, the university in this state have a rich history of racism, and I'm not going to disregard that, but this is one of the most progressive decisions they've ever made, and they need to be recognized for being committed to leading the way in gender equity in America. This is an equitable statement. And in the midst of our inequalities in our country, I hope it is a turning point. Uh, so she's getting a big boost. Yeah, well, that's a her. hell of a turning point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she really helped, um, you know, turn that program around. In, in women's basketball, they have, you know, powerhouse teams. And, right. you know, for the longest time, Pat Summit was running the, the show at, in Tennessee. UConn has always had right. a really, really strong program. But, uh, you know, the Gamecocks down there are, are you know. And she was instrumental, Casey, in, yeah. in, in developing a new uh, um, contact lens packaging. No that way. Revolutionized the industry. Uh, no, she didn't, but no. she did lead the Gamecocks at their third Final Four, uh, and she has uh, apparently helped turn that um, program around. She's been there with over 13 seasons, uh, I believe, yeah, in South Carolina. So that's cool. She led the Gamecocks to a 2017 National Championship and just the second black female coach to do so in NCAA basketball. I mean, I I, um, I love to see new prog- uh, programs turn around. Like it's you know, like in football, like Alabama, 
they're always going to have a great program. But if somebody else can come in and, and poach some of these right. really, really great players, and it's the same thing in basketball, Duke, Kentucky, you know, North Carolina, like they, they always have these amazing programs. So when, you know, she can come in and, you know, poach people away from UConn and Tennessee and, you know, some of these other places, it's great. Remember that big, uh, that gigantic mural of her, mm-hmm. her that used to be in the in the city. It was like a whole side of a building, oh. like a, like a seven-story building. Which I don't know if I ever saw it. Really, really cool, yeah. So she I was, just uh, thought it was a giant attacking the city. Uh, maybe you did, <laughs> yeah. with, with a basketball, yeah. But, a large uh, woman attacking that building. Uh, but good for her. That's yeah. that's cool. And the local tie, and I thought that was uh, that was pretty awesome on her. Uh, I realize we're, we're kind of uh, just throwing out some odds and ends. Are we? Oh, oh, my God. Can we played back a segment where Kathy was a noticer, so I don't want to be noticing things <laughs> on her turf. Had to take stroll over the general saw. And yeah. Brian and Preston Elliott standing there. Uh, you'll love this. Let's let's move into the firearms section here. Yeah, with a, an extensive gun collection inside the odds and ends store. How about this? A robot dog armed yeah. with a sniper rifle. You knew it. Was unveiled this week in Washington, D.C. You knew it. At the annual meeting of the Association of the United States Army. So those chilling robotic dogs. Now, not only can they just run you down and stomp you to death, they can blow your brains out. So the robot developed by Ghost Robotics carries a sword defense systems special purpose unmanned rifle. Here we go. Burr, as they call it. And the sword is the group that put that together. Son of a bitch. Well, I just saw a video of, um, and, and this has probably existed for a while, but somebody had a gun on a um, on a drone. Oh, yeah, it's been around. Yeah. They've been using them. Uh, on the Sword International website, the company explains that the spur was uh, specifically designed to offer precision fire. Yeah. From unmanned platforms such as the Ghost Robotics Vision 60 Quadruped. Yeah. <laughs> um, Spur said that it is the future of unmanned weapon systems. Here, boy. Uh, in May, the U.S. Air Force said that it was testing an unarmed version of the dogs at Florida's uh, Tyndall Air Force Base. Uh, the Pennsylvania-based Ghost Robotics, by the way, uh, has been building the four-legged QUGV or quadrupedal unmanned ground vehicle robot since 2015. It just sounds friendly. Is that in and around our area? I think they are, right? Oh, man. Okay, so please. Ghost robotics. If the company is listening, can you give us some for defense? And just in case we are attacked, we have our defensive robotic dogs because I think we're getting to the point now. But we talked about this for the longest time, Preston, how terrified we are of. Mm-hmm. What this is leading to, and from the Metalhead episode of uh, Dark Black, Mir- Black Mirror, Black Mirror, yeah, um, this is it. This is what you're looking at. So, while some may worry about the a robot drone with a lethal sniper rifle, yeah, me that popular science reports has been adopted by Homeland Security uh, and Special Operations Snipers Ghost Robotic CEO Jiren uh, Perik, or Perik said. Uh, that the weapon is fully controlled by a remote operator. Said there is a human controlling the weapon. There is no autonomy or uh, AI. Uh, yeah, he assured. Right. That's a, that is only a matter of time. It always happens. The yeah. machine becomes self-aware, and then it dominates the world, and then it's our overlords. Well, they might be listening because Ghost Robotics headquarters are in Grace Ferry. I thought they were around here. All right. yep. uh, it was not immediately clear whether the quadrupedal robots and rifles are being sold. Yeah. But uh, Parik had noted that the robot had been chosen for its ability to maneuver over tricky terrain, and its operators remain out of harm's way. And by the way, why should we be comforted by the fact that there's somebody, a human, controlling it? 
What if that guy's loony? Yeah, right. yeah he could be loony, too. <laughs> Uh, while reaction to the armed dogs has been mixed, Pentagon policy states that all robotic weapons should be under the control of a human operator. Uh, that may provide a little comfort uh, to those shocked by the robots. Because they're scary looking, man. I mean, they're, they, they they just look... Insect-like. Very much yeah. so. Yeah. What if you put, like, a cute face on it? Something. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like uh, the uh, Teletubbies. Or I was thinking like Doug from Up, you know, like just dumb dog face. Right. Like, I'm just yeah. blew your head off. Yeah. Like an actual I just dog gained face. access to yeah. your home and murdered your family. Maybe. Oh. Wow. So they put a sniper rifle on this thing. Man. Well, you know, there's this, and that's the least of it. You know, it, there's there's much more um, destructive capabilities. Now, listen. Sending one of those into a to a, a, a situation where you're you're looking for someone, say like at a burning building or something like that. That's mm-hmm. cool. Oh yeah, totally. You know, I, I wonder if the robots are going to hire like a PR department to brush up their image a little bit, <laughs> maybe instead of kill droids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would hope so. All right, uh, I saw this. This is uh, way up on a top shelf here. You guys ever heard of leaf peeping? Leaf, leaf peeping. Peeping. Is that like going for fall foliage? Yes. Yeah. Leaf peeping. No, I, I'm into that. I didn't know it was a name. I, I'd love I to watch the uh, the leaves change. You're a leaf peeper, huh? Yeah. I didn't know it was a, a, a thing. I mean, I know that people do it, but I didn't know it had a name. And I like docking. Called yeah. leaf peeping. You're my, into docking. Okay. <laughs> my brother likes to do that. He likes to go up to, uh, like, Vermont, New England area. Um, recently, he went up to upstate New York. It's Just, nature's, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, colorful display. Right? Yeah. Do you do it? No. Oh. So he will, he will plan a trip specifically with uh, foliage in mind. Yep. Well, as okay. soon as the leaves start changing colors and, you know, he goes to a place where they are plentiful. Uh, yeah. So an ongoing online poll of undisclosed number of U.S. adults revealed how they answered the question, which was, have you ever traveled to see leaves that have changed colors in the fall, also known as leaf peeping? I'm not sure about that name, though. And 59, 50, 55% said no. It sounds like you're watching the leaves take a shower through a window. Uh, but 39% said yes. I mean, you could do, like, the alliteration, just, you know, leaf looking. Yeah. Okay. You know? I like better. That. Peeping sounds like you're breaking the law. Yeah, if yeah. You, So I did go up to upstate New York one time to, to specifically with uh, my wife for, uh, you know, uh, leaf Leaf peeping, and uh, <laughs> it was uh, it's it's fun when you see it. The, the trouble oh. is, you can take the trip, and by the time you get there, <laughs> it, it, it's passed. I did it in yeah, New Hampshire yeah. one year, Steve, and it was like torrential <laughs> rain. I don't yeah. know if there was a, a, some lingering hurricane that had worked its way up <laughs> yeah. in this time of year or whatever. But I went with my dad. We went hiking in the White Mountains near uh, Mount Washington, and right. part of the reason why we went this time of year was to go leaf peeping. The foliage is going to be glorious. Oh, dear God. It, <laughs> all of the leaves are already falling off the trees because the wind and the rain. It was just terrible. I get the image of you and your dad sitting in a tent as it's rainy outside. And then on the flight back, the flight back, uh, that was the uh, the uh, landing gear didn't load properly out of the plane, so they had to send the uh, fire department out onto the oh, right. the runway at the Philadelphia International Airport. This is a real quality trip. Yeah, forget leaf peeping. It's deadly. Uh, so I, I assume that if you just head maybe... To the Poconos, if you get just a little bit further yes. up in elevation, it might you, go a smidge quicker. The, the Poconos, you, you really run the risk of, uh, because they can all disappear up there really fast. It's, right. it's weird. Like but When you go to upstate New York, when you go to these leaf-peeping states, uh, you know, New Hampshire, <laughs> uh, Rhode Island... Um, Vermont, Maine, that type of place. Upstate like, New York. Yeah, yeah. That you, if they're just, they're, I don't know, they're more plentiful um, forests and, and more leaves to, to gaze I upon. think our, our peeping window in this area is rather limited, correct? Yeah. All right. Oh, there's some nice places. There are. Where do you think? They're, they're just more to choose from up there. 
Um, yeah. There, uh, so wait, I was going to say, I think I think we talked about this last year, but I feel like it's a little bit late. Like they're they're changing later than they normally do, right? It's usually because of COVID. That last week of October is when I've found historically that we get the yeah. the, the colors are really happening. Oh, okay. And and the leaves haven't hit the ground yet, so we're that's, close. That's the traditional time, close, right? Yeah, yeah. And then once you get a little bit into November, it, it, it's it's over. Yeah, they fall quickly. You can okay. use apps. It's over. You can use apps for leaf peeping though. Like you can go up. I mean, like in these places, like upstate New York Nothing or whatever. Is over. <laughs> Coming out here looking for leaves, looking for the different colors attached to your life. Can't even find a freaking leaf. Local colors of mosaic presented by Mother Nature herself. I come out here completely disappointed. I'm sitting in a tent with Nick's dad. With Nick's dad? How the hell did this happen? Coming out of here, going back to Vietnam, coming back looking for leads. Not a lead to be found. I'm sitting in a tent with Nick's dad. He's telling me how he steals Christmas trees. <laughs> oh, it's raining out. You got to pass the time. Good story. You tell you about the Manson family yet, Rambo? He told me the Manson family. And he said he sells cats. He's dead, begging Jess Joplin. What kind of country did I return home to? People spitting on you. People spitting on me. Cassie's dad begging Jess Joplin. <laughs> Nick's dad joining the Manson family. Oh, my God. <laughs> a lot to talk about. Nothing is over. And no leaves. Not one leaf. They're all brown. <laughs> Oh, man. Wow. They are stupid when they're brown. Oh, my God. <laughs> just like birds. Stupid, just huh? Stupid. It's like the gray bird. and gray. And, I think it's brown. I think it's I'm brown. I think it is brown. brown. Wait, and you know what's so funny? Nick, where, we probably threw it away because we cleaned up over here. But, um, it was a dead bird? <laughs> no, we had. Uh, <laughs> no, listen, I talked to. This is a, this is a thing. <laughs> I talked to a color specialist. Oh. Um, and she tells you what colors you should be wearing as far as your fashion goes. Oh. And she actually gives you a little card. Um, and it, and it, she pairs you from your skin your hair color, all of that, the colors that look best on you. And the one color she told me I should never wear is brown. Mm. So my wife was told by her mom years ago that earth tones and stuff don't work for her, and I think she looks fantastic in them. Yeah, I think that's a so bunch of hooey. I think that's yeah, a think. bunch of hooey I don't hokum. know. She should, like... It's a bunch of crap! <laughs> Come back, tell me what color I look good in. Tell me I don't look good in brown. I like perfect in brown. <laughs> no, I don't think it's hooey at all. You're... I don't look good in mauve. Your skin tone and your hair and your hair color that plays a part in it. You can put a color on that washes you out or makes you not look Absolutely. good. Absolutely, right? you need something for the bedroom and the boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's brown. Kathy hates everything brown. Is like, there anything yeah. anything you like that's brown? We'll have to think about that. Your hair's brown. Your eyes, your are, eyes brown. are brown. Hi, I'm Kathy Romano with this edition of Everything I Hate Is Brown. Your nipples. <laughs> oh, we almost got it. Yeah, you're right. Your nipples are brown. There's a lot of brown. All right. Um, Silence. Not, that's yeah, it. Silence. Yeah. Just making it awkward for you, too, because that's sexual harassment. Uh, hang on sure. a second. Let me go to Tom here. Hey, Tom. Period. Tom, good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, Tom? Not much. So I heard you guys talking about uh, places to go to watch the leaves change. Leaves yes. peeping. Yeah, this time of year, I like going up towards, like, Lake Wall and Paul Pack up in Pike County. Yeah. If you, if you take 611 all the way up to the Poconos, once you get up to, like, Bushkale Falls, just one that straight, I think it's uh, 209 or 402. Take it all the way up Just to keep Lake. driving. 807. <laughs> yeah, 66. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll tell you this, Tom, okay. and I think there's a, there's a lot of, they're actually, and Nick, maybe actually you can back Thanks, this Tom. up. There are sites and they're actually live yeah. video feeds in some of these areas. So if you want to hedge your bets, 
you know, people are reporting from these areas what the status of the leaves. There are literally apps for doing yeah, this yeah, type yeah. of thing, for leaf peeping. What, and, what you need is, I think personally, to, to really make it worth your while, is you need a little bit of elevation so that you can see yes. uh, a decent length. The panorama. Then, then, the you get, then you get the feel for the colors, which is cool. So. By the way, Route 6, North uh, North Pennsylvania, is great. That's a, he was mentioning routes to take. Yeah. Uh, it goes across the entire state. It's north. It's almost to the New York border. But if you want to go um, for some really nice sightseeing in our beautiful state, mm-hmm. Route 6. Nick, what was that um, one place that I went to uh, where they closed down the falls Bush, or whatever? Bushkill Falls? No, it wasn't. I don't think that's it, what was it deemed, was. D- oh. The trail was deemed dangerous. Yeah, yes, they People closed were, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was near Jim Thorpe, right? Near, yeah, near Jim Thorpe. I yeah. forget the name of it, but that was really pretty. Dead Man's Gulch. Uh, that's right. You went out there, Kath, and, yeah. and uh, they said, whatever you do, don't go in this particular... Hey, fancy bridges, she's going back on that trail. I well, wouldn't do it if I were you. Well, no, they were getting ready. Like, they were announcing that they were closing it. So we went out there and hiked Permanently? it Permanently? Or, or they... Well, at least one part of it up to where people were climbing to the, the top and, and falling off this waterfall. Right. Basically, they were getting hurt. But the area is beautiful, right? It, it was really, really yeah. nice out there. Yeah, Glen Onok- Onoko? Oh, yeah, that's it. Onoko? Yeah. The Onoko Flow? Onoko. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Monica, yeah, something I don't like know. that. Uh, interesting. Okay, well, um, there you go. It's called uh, leaf peeping. Coming <laughs> oh. back from, uh, you're a leaf peeper. Coming back from Vietnam, people calling you leaf peeper. Say that people leaves, I don't peep leaves. You leave me leaves, leaf peeper. Uh, but and you got your pepper and a brown. Apparently, uh, people do that, so you're a leaf peeper. Uh, all right. Here's a little bit of uh, helpful advice, I think, and I'm, I'm hesitant. You is know, this the help, help, help section of the store? It is. <laughs> it is. Of, of, uh, yes, of the general store. Uh, I'm always hesitant when I see something that's a really good idea to pass it along to the masses. Well, should they decide to steal said great idea? Well, is it an idea that you came up with, or someone else already? No, has? no, somebody okay. came up with it. So, but I, I think this is interesting. And, and tell me what you guys think about this. So, uh, there is a, a, a simple hack. That may be, able to, may be able to get you an entire row on a plane to yourself. Oh, when you're when you're traveling as a pair. Okay. Okay. So instead of having all three seats, travel with a hyena filled up. You could do that. Yeah. No, but what you do? Uh, <laughs> my therapy hyena. According to uh, Chelsea. <laughs> according to Chelsea Dickinson, who runs CheapHolidayExpert.com. Uh, she explained in a post that you should book a window and an aisle seat in row 13 oh. when you're traveling with someone else. Why right? 13? Well, it's, it's unlucky. Well, it's not a popular row. People, yeah. Some people have an issue with number 13 and therefore might that, that might be more okay. likely to be open and they don't like middle seats. So if you're traveling with someone, you're mm-hmm. saying you get the aisle and the window in row 13 because the likelihood of someone, A, wanting to squeeze in between two people is nominal and then to do it on row 13 is even less so. It just kind of... Uh, yeah, right. Puts things a little bit more in your more face. than the hyena thing. Yeah, more yeah. so. And if somebody does book between you, then you have the option to say, "Hey, yeah. do you want to switch? Yes, we'll, we'll take the middle seat." Yeah, and they'll probably gladly give up yeah. the middle seat too. So, did you see the things they're selling now, Preston? To that point, that our actual seat, like, um, it turns your row into like a little mini bed. No. Okay, what? so you, you, you put... Wait, wouldn't you have to buy the whole row? Right. Well, yes. Or end so up with the whole it, it, row. Right, if the whole okay. row is, is available, but it turns it into like a little a little mini bed. I would have to see how that yeah. works. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Interesting. Uh, is, is it like a trifold type of thing that you lay out? I don't out, know how or? the mechanism works, okay. but I saw two a couple mm-hmm. laying down on this this thing, this contraption. I guess we're looking... Yeah, is this it? I don't know. It kind of looks like this, yeah. Well, I would... I would <laughs> 
would, I would pay for that. And so we're looking at a picture of it. And it, it. This actually looks much nicer than what I saw. It looked a little a little more um, cheap, but this. So the the, uh, the these people are stretched out completely across three seats. It's the only thing about flying that I don't like. I don't mind. I don't mind waiting in line. I don't mind. Uh, you know, uh, the, the the food or anything yeah. like that. It's just the ability to lay down. Or to completely stretch out a little bit and to not off. I just can't, can't do, do it. it. Can't do it in that position. So the only thing about the flight that you don't like is the flight itself while you're actually <laughs> on the plane. I guess so. Yeah. 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 I, I, I remember like I've gotten rows to myself sometimes, and even if you have the entire row to yourself, yes, it's better and you have a little bit more room or whatever. But lying down on those seats, no, oh, that's yeah. not comfortable. No, it's no, just no. they're just not. It's not a comfy thing. No. If you're of semi decent size, it's yeah. going to be really, especially now with the way that they're they're they're. Uh, uh, you know, dramatically reducing the space between rows. Um, and by the way, let me go back to the to the you know the fa- fact that someone would not sit in a in a row thirteen on a plane. Yeah, how uh, uh, absent of of uh, of any logic that is at well, all. There's a thirteenth row on the plane. Right, someone's going to sit on it in it. Why wouldn't the whole plane go down just because they're sitting well, in it look, and look, not you, look, you know what I mean? FAA history indicates that many times it's the 13th row that gets ripped out of a plane. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I did not. I'm so sorry. I wonder how many uh, how many people would consider that a reason, though, you know? Right, I mean, right. would you not stay? Now, some buildings do have 13 floor. They'll yeah, have a 13th floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do we have? Well, we only six have six floors. floors here. So, so wouldn't they so put on like a 13? So no. Yeah, so there's not a 13th floor. Why wouldn't apartment? they put a 13th floor on <laughs> Uh, we don't have rows, you know, uh, floors seven through twelve. We put a thirteen. Oh, they put a thirteen. Yeah, just a buck. I the wonder system. if they if they still do that in in modern, uh, in 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 modern architecture, like now in some of the brand new buildings that they've yeah, built. If they forego a thirteen, if they if they don't have a thirteenth uh, floor or not, that's a good question because I think you know? in other words, how. Impactful is it even at this point for people to say? I don't know, I'm not so sure about that. Like the Comcast building, yeah, does that have the, a 13th? That's the one I just looked up, yeah, yeah. And apparently, it's um, condos, high-rise condos. Okay. Oh, on the 13th floor? Yeah. Marissa, do you guys have a 13th floor in your building? Do you know? She's the only one who lives in a high-rise here. Hang on a second. Now I don't. I don't know. Okay. I'll have to check when I get home. Yeah, when you're in the elevator, of, take a look. Yeah, I'm trying to think of when the numbers. It might because, like, the numbers don't go like six, twelve. Evenly. They don't jump evenly, so there's a chance it could be gone. <laughs> Welcome to the 13th floor, Marisa. Uh, okay. like, like when you jump on the elevator with somebody and they offer to, to tap your floor and then you can't find your, the mm. other person's floor. Right. Okay. Interesting. Well, uh, anyhow, uh, I have another story that ties into traveling. All right. Oh. Uh, but it has to do with sex as oh, well. Like the Mile High Club? Uh, not quite that, but the question is, what is it about being in transit to a vacation destination that puts people in the mood for sex. Huh. Uh, Dr. Justin Lenmiller, a research fellow at the Kinsey Institute, uh, said that reports of sexual fantasies taking place outside of regular home environments, such as in cars or airplanes or on a beach, I guess in Mile High Club. Yeah, yeah it runs through your mind. I mean, I'm traveling, um, I'm not traveling with anybody. When we go to Chicago, uh, and uh, I'm relaxing the hand that I used to pleasure myself oh. just in anticipation. Okay, very yeah. good. Yeah, rest up. Uh, but they said that it is extraordinarily common for people uh, in a survey of more than 4,000 Americans. I added that this suggests that there is something to the idea yeah. that being outside of your usual environment often enhances arousal. 
I I sort of see that, at least the potential for that, right? I, I, uh, well, I know that, listen, hotel sex. Yeah. You know? When you're with their staying, staff. When you're, no, oh, oh. no. When you're with <laughs> your significant other. How's it going? <laughs> and you're staying somewhere in a hotel. Why is it, you know, we should definitely do this? Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. You've got to you, you I don't call know what it, it is. christening the room, yeah. right? Well, I mean, there's... Well, most likely, no kids there. Yeah, right. the doors locked. None necessary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, yeah, that's part of it too. If you do have kids, yeah. Uh, but even well, you got a separate room for them, don't but, you? But even in the 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 uh, the non kid days, mm-hmm. I mean, we would it, it would be like okay, yeah, we're definitely doing this. All right, let's when you had kids, so when you travel with the kids, you guys, did you did you put you would put them in a separate room, right? No, well, depending our kids, on the in a age, separate hotel. At what point we have we have never traveled with our children where they were at an age. Where it's appropriate to leave them okay. in another room. No, I understand. All right. But, uh, you know, listen, you, you get to the hotel with your spouse, your yeah. significant other, Kathy, you check for bed bugs first, right? right. Exactly. And then Always. let's get it on. So you guys haven't, you haven't had a um, uh, a family nah. trip yet where they have their own room yet? Nope. So it's been a while then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you guys are due? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, well, where we stayed in a hotel. Um yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, why don't yeah. you do that motel up on City Line? Yeah, that's right. Because you guys, you guys, you guys have done where you've gone and rented a house, mm-hmm. and that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, you bang away at that. Is that place called the Continental or whatever it is over there? Where? On oh, City oh, Line? Yeah. oh my God! <laughs> By the Taco Bell? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God! That's that is one of the scariest looking motels I've ever seen. <laughs> Isn't there? No, it's right next to a. Uh, it's right well, next the old to t- a uh, gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right next hey, to the gas. Elmo's right there. It's right next to a Luke Oil. Wait, there's an Elamone and a Taco Bell in the same block? No. So Taco Bell moved. It's on the corner now. Oh. I'd rather go to Elamone. Mm. It's good. Uh, I'll so, just leave that there. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, in this survey, yeah, this suggests that there is something to this idea of being outside your usual environment and enhances arousal. He said that uh, uh, this could be because we're broken out of our regular routine. Yes. And then the novelty can create a heightened state of general arousal. Like uh, a boner. And for many, uh, travel alone is a kind of fantasy realized, and it often has the potential to turn sexualized. When I travel alone, I do role-playing with myself. Uh, Also, in addition, the vibration one experiences on certain modes of transportation may be enough to get you physically aroused. (laughs) So you'll role-play with yourself a little bit? Yeah. Tell little stories? Yeah, I do like Casablanca. Pretend like you're a... uh, a spy. A spy or something. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, let me see. One more story. Uh, let's go with this one. Um, how about this? Wrinkles the Clown. Wrinkles the Clown sounds like an old clown. Is a urban legend in the United States. Oh, is this this is like a um, a horror thing? Kind of. Not uh, almost, though. So okay. a, a YouTube channel posted security Wrinkles camera footage. Clown. Of a child sleeping in their room before a clown silently comes out from under the bed and destroys the footage. Uh, the clip, which is staged most likely, has been viewed more than a million times and Wrinkle's popularity has only grown as more and more sightings of him have been posted on social media. The clown can typically be seen uh, wearing red and white polka dot suit with black gloves and a white mask with uh, black eye holes and receding white hair. Yeah, that's a clown, all right. The legend claims that some parents will pay wrinkles a few hundred dollars wow. to make appearances and scare their kids straight or even just freak out their neighbors. To scare the kids straight? Meaning that if Stop they've been, doing drugs! If they've been bad, yeah. Okay. So, 
So the story goes that Wrinkles is a divorcee and a veteran from Rhode Island who moved to Florida after retiring. This is the myth of Wrinkles. Yes. Instead right. of taking up golf, he decided to buy a creepy clown mask <laughs> and buy some business cards. They okay. made a documentary about this. Really? What? Yeah. Okay, Wrinkles the Clown. And so is, like, is, would he be akin to like the Slender Man? Only he doesn't kill you. Okay. So he, some, he sets you on the right path. So he, so he got a clown mask and some business cards. And right. sometime after that, he got hundreds of prank calls from teens and pranksters and even some calls from parents wanting his services. Do most clowns have business cards? Uh, Wrinkles has done an interview with the Washington Post telling a paper about a time a mother hired him to scare her child. And he added, I just want to have fun and have a good time, make a little extra money on the side, you know, have a little fun before I die. So I'm not sure if this is real or not. Well, this documentary appears to be real that they're showing here, uh, that th- this is a guy who did it, or as, or at least other people. I'm going to have to explore this, President. This, yeah. this seems interesting, and I do like this sort of stuff that, that you know, um, <laughs> that arises, like the Slender Man, like these little legends. Okay, we're looking at footage of, I guess, might be the original footage of Wrinkles coming out from underneath the bed. Yeah, he's in a trundle bed. Yeah, right? and he, he gets out from underneath, and so... Yeah, I'm not sure what the story is. I've only read this article about it, and um, apparently he's uh, he, he might be real. He might not be as far as somebody being actually hired to scare their kids. Wasn't it a couple of years ago that there was, I think when the first It came out, there was a spate of um, mm-hmm. clown. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and also red oh, ribbons yeah. were being tied around right. places and like, stuff. Yeah, yeah in, in Bucks County, there was a fair amount happening. Yeah, scared I, the crap out of me. Listen, I, I did that. So we have a sewer grate. <laughs> to your family? Right by the front of my driveway. And I had a red oh helium balloon and I tied it to it. <laughs> That's terrific. And it scared the hell out of my daughter. Good work. For Thank people you. who know what it is, it's Ooh. awesome for, you know. Yep. Who Other do people. something like that. What's that? Scare the hell out of your children. Yeah. Oh, I fun. terrible oh. people. <laughs> Are you going to do uh, ghillie suit this year, Case? Uh, maybe. I love it maybe. when you do. Yeah. Because uh, we went down the, the shore last year for Halloween. Okay. Uh, so I think we'll be back in, in uh, Delco. You know what? It's a lot of fun. Up <laughs> your game, do a Mickey ghillie suit. Yeah, Mickey ghillie. Yeah, yeah. The old country star. Right. Wow. All right. Well, anyhow, these are just a few things I figured I'd dust off and move along out of the store. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> but that's all we have time for for now. Uh, a reminder, uh, at uh, the, in the 7 o'clock hour, we made an announcement that we now are streaming the entire Preston and Steve show live on YouTube. And you can watch it if you check out our YouTube channel, yeah. Preston and Steve. It's real simple. And if you've always wanted to kind of get a peek of what's going on in the studio, I know you've seen our Daily Rush videos. Right. But this is the entire show Live as it as it plays out. Yeah. Uh, so if you'd like to check that out, you can certainly do it. It is sponsored by Newman University. Make sure you subscribe and hit the like button and all that good stuff because we'll bring you everything we can. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget more chances with the MMR Money Clip coming up. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Benefiting Phil Abundance. At Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. This year, we're starting earlier than ever. It all kicks off Monday, November 1st. The gang will be camping out for an entire week. Inside the Beanboat Bakery's USA broadcast tent. But audience attendance will be very limited. We're emphasizing cash donations this year. Both at WMMR.com and at your local Acme Market at the checkout register. Non-perishable food donations. 
donations can be accepted via our drive through drop-off. Fueled by Pepsi. Camp Out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Comcast Spectacore and the Philadelphia Flyers, White Horse RV Center, Keen Compressed Gas, Wispus Bank, Xfinity from Comcast, and Mayfair Fence. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Reminder that uh, two weeks from today, we start the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, yep, it'll be here before you know it. It's earlier this year, but the Head Start program is happening with Acme as we speak. So if you wouldn't mind giving us a little kick in the ass, if you will, and uh, making a donation while you're there, we would appreciate it. I did it yesterday, as a matter of fact. I do it every time I go to Acme and, and make the donation. It's so easy right at the point of checkout. Actually, I did uh, as well last night. I actually took a video of myself uh, doing it, so it more it's more of like a tutorial. Right, right. Not like I'm bragging. Right. That I donated. Look what I can do. <laughs> I donated a whole dollar, but uh, I just sort of took people through the process. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, help out if you can, and then obviously... Come and see us when we are doing the Camp Out for Hunger. And like I said, it's two weeks from today. It's unbelievable. Listen, I'm simultaneously excited about the things that are already in the works and planning, uh, you know, for this thing. And obviously, it's much earlier than we've ever done it before. And we're kind of dealing with all these things that are uncertain. Uh, so I'm terrified and exhilarated, but I, I just know it's going to, listen, and the one thing that is not a question is how generous people are. Yes. So that's always the comfort. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so we had a weird little moment uh, last year, week on the show here. It was uh, Friday, and Nick got a text. Yeah. And he could tell something was going on, and... Um, Turns out it wasn't worded uh, exactly the way it should have been, I guess. Well, all right. So let me preface this by saying that my mom is fine. So, and that's so, how the text should have started, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this was Friday morning, 9 a.m. We're in the middle of the show. And I, I'm i on several text chains with several people, right? But there's a text chain that's uh, me, my dad, and my two brothers. And normally we talk about baseball or the Flyers or whatever. And, in fact, the day before had been talking about the baseball playoffs. <laughs> So Friday morning, 9 a.m., I look down at my phone, and I see a text from my dad, and, and uh, there had been a game the night before. So I think, ah, maybe he's talking about the Dodgers or whatever, and uh, <laughs> they're playing in the next round. And I look down, and I'll just read it to you. It says, at the hospital, in the emergency room for mom, we'll give more information later. Oh, my God. That's it. Wow. There's no context. There's nothing, go- you know, so. You can't do that. You can't do that. So here's the thing. I appreciate the fact that my dad was trying to keep me and my brothers in the loop and keeping us informed. However, uh, all he really did was make me panic and make my two brothers panic without any further information as to what the hell was going on with right. my mom. And I'm sure, did everyone start calling him then at the same time? I called immediately. I mean, I, I think maybe we were in a commercial break or playing a song or whatever. And so I ran into the other room, called him, and he said, I can't talk right now. We'll talk more later. So, you know... You, that's not the text that you lead with. Right, you know, like right. if if something's wrong with mom and she's in the emergency room, I appreciate you letting me know, but like you have to spell it out a little bit more. And I think that my dad, just when it comes to texting, when it comes to email, he's just not that great at it. Think think of the think of the context. Think of think of how it will be received. And there are some people who just don't understand yes. how you impart information like that. The first, what would you prefer the the text to read in in the sequence? Hey boys, everything's okay. We're, there, there's a little bit of concern. I've taken your mother to the emergency room. She's getting tests. You know, expand right. the information right. a little bit. Yeah, there's it's, a bit of an episode right now, uh, but she's getting the care that she needs. But 
to keep it as simple as he did, yeah. with no explanation or further um, expansion as to what actually was going on. In the is, hospital, is not jarring. much to say. Yeah, yeah Both of my parents right. are, are in their 70s, so anytime you see anything yeah. about with an ER involved and the uh, hospital involved, it'll, it'll set you you know to panicking. Or any like, time there's a phone call, like after a weird time, you're like, right. okay, oh, why yeah, are they dude. calling me at like 10 o'clock at night? <laughs> exactly. right. um, and she's like, apples are on sale at all. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell you earlier. Like, oh my God. It's, I'm like, it's midnight. Two, two, Thirty. Uh, so my, I just saw some great bargains at Target <laughs> in the flyer. Give me a call. Oh, by the way, the whole family died in a plane crash. Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate the information that you're right. giving me, but uh, my wife and I, w- we've had to sort of establish a baseline because. I will like uh, call huh. her and she doesn't answer the phone, uh, no, no. and then I'll just I'll send her a text saying, "Hey, call me." She's not, in a ditch. No, not even hey. I'll just say, "Call me," and then immediately she's like, "Oh my gosh, something bad right. happened!" Right, and so she calls me in a huff and a panic. Oh my god, is everything okay? And I'm like, "Yeah, everything's fine." I just did you see the apples at all? These mom called her. Now, I, I, I would interpret just the two words "call me" as it's important. Yes. yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. why we have had to establish a baseline. And my baseline for her is like, listen, I will let if it if it's an emergency or something bad is going on, I right. will let you know. If I'm saying "call me," it just means "call me." That's all, right? Uh, so I had this uh, conversation with Marissa last week because uh, my mom will do it. She'll do it on the phone, in person, and in text. But she. Um, she comments on a conversation that she's having in her head and right. that you don't know anything about. So it's like mid thought. And I did it to Marissa last week. I was like, so listen, what do you want me to do about that? Okay. And she looked at me and she's like, this is what your you mom ex- will do? Could you explain that? Yeah. Um, yes. And I was like, oh my God, I just did what my mom does. Like she'll send a text and it'll like, you know, like that. Like she'll be like, they're on sale. Go now. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, let's start from the beginning. What's on sale and go where? Give me a subject and yeah. then we can build upon that. Yeah. I do that. So that's something that my wife has had to deal with all, all our existence together because I'll be, I'll be, you know, my mind goes in a million different ways. I don't think the way a lot of people think I'm because I'm stupid. So uh, anyway, she'll get half a story and she'll pertaining to what? Yes. What are yes. you talking about? That's what I do with right. my mom. And like, I get so annoyed. And then I feel bad. I, I do get annoyed. But and she's like, because she gets so like, you know, a lot of sometimes it's, you know, it's information right. that maybe has her, you know, blood pressure up right. a little bit. And so she's like, oh, my God, you know, this is what's happening. I'm like, all right, well, let's start from the beginning because I'm lost right, right. now. You, you've got to. Back it Expand up a on it. Yeah. All right. Here's a perfect example of what not to text to someone. All right. So this is I don't know who he is, but he texted and says, "I accidentally shot myself in my leg in 2008." Uh, my mom texted my sister Joe and texted my sister and said, "Joey shot himself." <laughs> Oh, God. my God. Oh, my God. She thought I was dead. dead. Yeah. Mom, maybe a little bit more. Joey shot himself in the leg. leg. By accident. Yeah, by accident. And not Joey shot himself. Or you say, hey, everything's okay. Right. Joey's fine. Right, yeah. Start with everything's okay. Everything's right. okay. Yeah. Joey's fine. But he accidentally, accidentally shot himself in his leg. Wow, it's Joey's like the, not here anymore. <laughs> well, it's like when when the schools call you. That yeah. like if, if you get a call from the school nurse, the, the wor- first words out of their mouth are, "Your kid's okay." Yes. Blah blah blah. You know, but right. they, they hit their head on the playground or whatever. Like right. that. If but, there's if there's anything uh, like that, like yeah. a gun or shooting or somebody's at the hospital, start with that. Your child is okay, but prices have never been lowered all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you just start with like, okay. Uh, 
you know, your child is no longer with us. Oh, yeah. my God. He left with his grandparents yeah. a little bit earlier. <laughs> right. Uh, here's a text. Says, my son texted my wife and said, call me ASAP. Uh, m- uh, when asked why, he replied, accident. So now my wife thinks he was in an accident, but he actually meant the text was an accident. Oh, he didn't mean to send that. Oh, my God. That That's a perfect example. Yeah. yeah. Not, like, listen, people just automatically think the worst. My mom came upstairs yesterday. Nobody was home. Okay? So my, my wife was at volleyball with my daughter. I was taking my daughter to her play rehearsal. They've abandoned me. My mom thought somebody was in the emergency room. That's oh, really? what she thought. See, there you go. Nobody was home. There you go. And she automatically thought somebody was hurt and somebody was in the emergency room. Wait, like, she came home and nobody was there? She just then... came upstairs. Oh. She had been home. Right. She, she just came upstairs uh-huh. and uh-huh. nobody was there. And she, she managed to jimmy the lock open. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get upstairs? <laughs> Wow. Okay. A lot of people are texting in that they get uh, they get half of the story from people yeah. a lot of times. And I and think like it's halfway ex- through. I think part of it is excitement. And it's like you have to like just think, like take a step back and fill me in. To that point, though, if you are going to ask someone to call me, be ready to receive that call. Nothing is as frustrating as having that, 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 uh, oh, my God, knowing that the person on the other end now is going to be trying to get a hold of you and you don't. You know, that, that you're not picking up or that you get on another call. Make sure that you respond to that call. All right. Uh, I have Taylor on the phone. Hi, Taylor. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Taylor? So, um, 2011, um, me and my little brother were starting our freshman senior year of high school. Uh-huh. And he was in an accident walking his ex-girlfriend home. And my older brother called me. Instead of leading with, Jake is okay and everything is fine. He proceeds to tell me Jake's been shot and then continues to go on with details and everything else, except with the words, he is okay. Oh, my God. God almighty. So he had been shot? He So he had gotten, um, we lived in like Port Richmond Fishtown. Okay. He was walking and. He was vaccinated. <laughs> his, him and his friends are two tall, skinny kids. Right. And he, bad place, bad time, and luckily he was able to, we watch enough wrestling and our brothers have fought enough that he was able to move the guy's hand away. So, so he got, oh, so he, 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 got, got, he got shot. He got by, shot. Uh, oh, yeah, he was, he, it was not a good situation. Wow. Tell Miz when you was, get shot. Like, yeah. It literally just went in his arm oh my okay. God. and sat there, and he was fine. He wow. said he felt nothing, Okay, but my older brother, to this day, I will never let him live this down, and I hope he's listening to this this morning because he does <laughs> listen to MMR. I was like, I could run to your house right now and punch you. Oh, okay. my God. So Taylor, just the yeah. he's okay part was yeah, left, was, was left the out okay of the thing. The okay part yeah. was the only thing I cared about. Because right. of yeah. the wrestling, was he able to get the shooter into a camel clutch or a figure four leg lock? Don't I wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a, that's wow. a wild Interesting. story. Yeah. All right, Taylor. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. All right. Wow. You too. Bye. Uh, let's go over to Doug. Hey, Doug. Hey, good morning, guys. Gadzooks. Morning, Gadzooks. And Gadzooks to you, sir. What's going on? So I get a phone call last year from my daughter's school, the local tech school. She's in the firefighting program there. And uh, I get they open the call with Mr. A. Just want to let you know your daughter got hit in the hand with an axe. Um, okay. Now, facts. 
nothing else. Just that's how they opened the call. And I, and you know, I'm a, as a firefighter myself, my heart dropped. And and you know, as it turns out, she, she just got crushed. They were using the back of an axe like a hammer and right. hit her and her, and her gloved hand and stuff like that. But that's the phone call I get from the school nurse. Oh man, uh, how long? Talking. How long before she she's okay? Uh, she she was fine. She, okay. You know, it just you know, bruised finger and stuff like that. But you know, the gloves are pretty thick. But that's you're talking. I heard you guys talking about the phone calls, and that, that's the phone call I get from the school. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Okay. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. But I've been on the job for four days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. It's a bunch of texts this coming in. Interesting autocorrect. It says, uh, "I was uh, in the ER. My husband, uh, who is a medic in the field." Uh, texted my mom and said, "Good news, Janelle is dead." Oh my oh god! My. It auto corrected. Oh my god! Oh my god! From Janelle is deceased. What does that mean? Discharged. Oh, discharged. <laughs> oh my god! To dead. Yeah. Oh, Why god. would it auto correct to dead? Well, it, it was like he was trying to. Um, it was D slash yeah C apostrophe D. So. That's not a word. No. So it would autocorrect to something. Good news, she's dead. Hmm. (laughs) Good news, Janelle is dead. (laughs) Wow. It's wild. He said, my mom mom called uh, my husband hysterical. Of course. After that. Of course. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Let's go to Logan. Hey, Logan, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Logan? So my... Stepfather sent me a photo and group chat picture of my mother's car, which was in an accident. Okay. Doesn't respond back uh, when all four children are trying to call her. Uh, call him. Turns out two hours later, he responds back saying she's perfectly fine. But for two hours, everyone is losing their mind thinking, oh, my God, is she dead? Yeah. yeah. You've, you've sent out a picture of a car that's been damaged and no one knows how she is. Yeah. 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 That, no, you don't do that. Yeah. Thanks, Logan. She's okay. This is her car. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, it's uh, Nick's dad had uh, sent a text that said, at the hospital, mom's, mom's in the ER. Yeah. I'll call you later with more information. Yeah. Not much information to give yeah. now. Thanks, Dad. Just saw our priest. Yeah. He just walked down the hallway past us. <laughs> right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that can be that can be a little bit jarring. When yeah, it comes across very jarring the wrong way, and uh, and you only get just a little bit of info. The sketchiest stuff. <laughs> you got to You have to lead with everybody's okay. Use yes, use a context and tier method. What is the most important thing that is going to matter to this person? What is the current status of this person? Yeah, you know, and then move down to the less important stuff like the apples at Aldi's. Uh, here's one that says my mom. <laughs> My mom will call me hysterically crying. I will then have to try to get through her sniffling, hoping that someone hasn't just died or been in a tragic accident, just for her to tell me that the Lion King is on. And do you remember when you were that when you were little? Oh my god! Oh my god! He says she does it with the goddamn Hallmark movies too. <laughs> drive people crazy, crying. Have you ever had someone on the phone who was inconsolable, and, and you're trying to, you know, there's nothing you can do. You're trying to help yeah. them, but you, yeah. <laughs> I got a call in the middle of the night one night because I, I think it was uh, my mom had a bad dream. Yeah, about us and wanted to make sure that everybody was okay. You guys ever had that one before? I had that this summer, as yeah. a matter of fact. Yeah, Preston's uh, mom called you? No, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <always> thought you <laughs> were hot. <laughs> No, it was just weird. I had a dream. Uh, my mom and my dad were in it, and then uh, my neighbor was also in it. And my neighbor was uh, my neighbor has uh, 
the the neighbor that was in it, he has been deceased for oh gosh, a decade and a half plus. Scary. So, but it was weird because uh, I was talking to my neighbor. And and then I was like, well, hang on a second. Uh, does anybody else see this person, or am I just talking to a ghost? Because I had recognized after talking to him that he was. The- anyway, uh, long story short, uh, when I woke up, I was like, well, hang on a second. My dad's deceased. My neighbor's deceased, uh, and my mom was also in the dream. And so I was like, oh crap, you know. And, and then you just so had I got, a vision. Yeah. Well, so and it was like three o'clock in the morning. I got up. Uh, I walked into, and I was down the shore, I walked into the living room. Anyway, it's not that great of a story. Turns out my mom's alive. But. <laughs> uh, That's pretty good. But. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Uh, you know, but because everybody else was deceased in my dream, I was like, oh, crap. Like, what if that was my mom in my dream? Right. And, yeah. you know, yeah. it was her coming it from me after life. Yeah. It's a weird thing when, when dreams like that happen and you. It, it lives with you for a while after. I actually was. I actually. I cried. can't fly. Yeah. No. So because when I walked into the living room, my wife was actually awake because she's she has a terrible sleeper. Yeah. And so I was telling her about it, and then I got like really like uh, emotional, like, emotional, and worked up. And there then, you go. And I wasn't, but then I fell asleep, and then it turns out my mom's okay. <laughs> Right. <laughs> at least that's a happy story. It was, it was, it was a good story. At least your mom's good. So you get scared when you see stuff like that. Yeah. You don't know. And and to that point, my mom's okay, too. You know, so yeah. all of this happens on Friday morning. I went to the emergency room afterwards. It turns out it was probably just either a panic attack. It could have been gas. It could have been heartburn. So uh, the concern was that she might have been having a heart Took attack. Took a turn for the worse. And, yeah. I made a wrong left. But when I got there, you know, mm-hmm. I, I checked in on the emergency room and made sure that she was okay. And we were there. And, yeah. and she was checked out. She was discharged by like 12. 1230 or whatever. Glad to but, hear that. Um, but uh, I talked to my mom about my dad's inability yeah. to communicate while we're in the emergency room, too. I was like, Mom, um, next time something like this happens, uh, maybe you be in charge of uh, communicating to me and my brothers. Yeah. yeah. I, there were, I'm sorry. There were a couple of bars in New Jersey. Uh, they were called the library and the library, too. And it was just a funny, hey, we're going to go to the library. Wouldn't that be funny <laughs> to call your bar the emergency room? The emergency yeah. room. The emergency, I'm in the, the emergency room. <laughs> There's an office. There's one in uh, in Summit, New Jersey. It's called I'm Going to the Office. And yep. It's the name of a bar. There's Marissa? a bar opening up in South Philly called The Gym. There you go. Yeah, I'm going, going to the, the gym. gym. I love that. There's a bar opening up called The Whorehouse. Oh, but it doesn't really work. Where that are you well. going? No. <laughs> I'm at The Whorehouse. No, no, it's just oh, a damn bar. It, that's really that's just as bad. <laughs> uh, let's go to Lauren. Hey there, Lauren. Hey, good morning, It. Morning, It. What's up? So my story actually takes place uh, pre-cell phones. It was around 1995. I was about five years old. My dad was giving me a bath, and I fell in the bathtub and cracked my chin open, which, as you know, face wounds bleed a lot. So uh, as my mom likes to put it, she had her one afternoon by herself shopping. (laughs) She comes back to a trail of blood going from the bathroom into the kitchen where my dad had left a note. Took Lauren to Our Lady of Lords and no, no other information. <gasps> and yeah. he sees blood all over the house. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. no. The sacrifice <laughs> went as planned. Oh. <laughs> all right. Wow. So I would imagine he rushes to the hospital, or she did. Yeah, so she rushes to the hospital, and obviously I'm pretty much fine. Yeah. But uh, I had to get some stitches, but it wasn't as bad as it looked. Uh, you I could could see your mom beating your dad. Don't you ever, ever <laughs> do that. You know what? I hope there's another room open in this hospital because you're going to need it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You'd freak the hell out. Did you need stitches or anything, Lauren? I did, and I still have a scar, actually. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Thank you. Like Indiana Jones. Uh, I still have a a scar on my forehead from when I was like five years old. What what was the injury? 
Uh, I we, we were in a department store and I was wearing cowboy boots and running around. <laughs> and I tripped over my feet and I hit my corner the corner of a of a display counter. It was a yeah. sharp corner. Oh boy! Boom! Yeah. Open. Yep. Uh, where was that text you just had up, uh, Nick? There it says. Um, my wife called me uh, hysterically crying. My immediate thought is that she was in a car accident because she's not the best driver. Eventually, I'm able to make out that she was accepted into the grad school she wanted. <laughs> my heart was pounding the whole time. Yeah, if, somebody, uh, if you get somebody crying on the other end, I have yeah. had that, and it's been bad. Uh, it's not been a, a, a good, good. Thing. yeah. Did you get accepted into a school? It no, wasn't that no. Yeah. I should ask that. Yeah. I should yeah. leave with that. You got in. Well, were they, <laughs> your kids. Oh, my mother died. Some of the kids in the in the family will, you know, and they hate when I would do that. Like my nieces and nephews, and they'd be crying, and I'd always go, "What's what's so funny?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm crying. Let me go to Matt. Hi there, Matt. Hi, is this President Steve? It is. Oh, my God. First time, long time. Congratulations. Ah. What's up, my man? So uh, when I was like 18, 19, I was working for a plumbing company down in South Jersey. And it was the end of the day. And I ended up taking a a big truck up to 95. I ended up having a bad car accident on that ride. And then I ended up totaling the truck. And then I had to call my dad. And, of course, my dad was freaking out. Uh, and then uh, everything else turned out fine. Um, but then several years later, I was on another construction site where I ended up cutting my wrist with Jeez. blade. <laughs> and again, after everything was taken care of, I called my dad. So now every time I call my dad during work hours, he freaks out. He's like, what's wrong now? And I, I have to tell him, I'm like, dad, everything's perfectly fine. I just had some time off. I wanted to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but if you if you call outside your regular calling patterns, yeah, uh, uh, it, it's just the natural instinct of people to go, "Oh my god, something's wrong." Oh yeah, just the way yeah, of it. So, yeah. yeah, so that that's so now every time I call him, he freaks out unless it's all, unless it's after three thirty. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So call him after three thirty. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. No problem. Yep. Uh, the late night phone calls. That's that's the first thing. Pops yeah, that's mind. the like, worst. What are you watching? Somebody died. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it's the worst. worst you or I'll get. Apples? I'll get. Oh, sorry. From like mom. They, yeah, yeah. Like they'll. They. I forgot. You go to bed early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're on, you're on that radio show. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Sorry. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, you may want to lead with everything's okay, yeah. by the way. Hopefully First it is okay. Yeah. 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 So Nick had a bit of a scare uh, on Friday, but uh, thanks for your calls. Listen, I want to take a break. We want to do our best to stay on time because yet another $500 sharp tuner mm-hmm. win. Uh, this is last week on uh, MMR's Money Clips. You got uh, to ma- today through Friday, and then that will be it for the time being. So. Let us not miss your opportunity to win 500 bucks next chance at 10. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. Got some B-File stories we'd love to share with you. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. All right, before we move on, Kathy Romano, we recognize you. Yes. Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to Mike. That's all I got is his name is Mike. Mike. Uh, and he sent a box of Jake's Bar t-shirts to us. Um, if you went to Westchester oh. University or you've 
ever traveled through Westchester, you've probably heard about Jake's Bar. Yeah. The t-shirts have been a thing. They print them every year. It's the same exact t-shirt since I've been there, and they just change the year on the inside of the beer mug that's printed on the shirt. Uh, and they make so you know we would go back every year after graduating, and everybody would get t-shirts. So they did a breast cancer awareness uh, t-shirt, and they made them pink this year. So he sent those over. I don't know who Mike is, but thank you so much for the t-shirts. Was that the one with the cheap? Beers? Yep. You would oh, yes, 50 the cent, 50 yeah, cent beers right, yeah. when I was there, and then they upped it to a dollar. Yeah. When's the last time you went back there? Oh, my gosh, years ago. I haven't really? been there. Yeah. I mean, we, we were adults, obviously. I mean, you know, well out of college. Um, we went back, I think it was homecoming maybe, and we ah. stopped in, but I haven't been back in years. I would love to get there. How old did you feel when you went in there? You know what? <laughs> well, yes, but um, it was, that is one of the places, if you if you went to Westchester University, People go back there. So you'll go in there and there'll be older people in there because there's always somebody visiting, you know, and I wasn't there on like a Friday night, you know, right, when right, the kids right, were. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. there for lunch at, uh, or dinner at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, we are just a couple minutes away. Okay. So I'm going to need the B file uh, intro and uh, Stat. we'll get to the uh, the money clip in a moment. Here we go. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's all right, it's brought to you by the iconic Lorenzo and Sons. It's yeah. a Philadelphia staple with locations in Westchester. We were just talking about Westchester. Uh, and in Xfinity Live. And in Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Visit Lorenzo'sWestchester.com for information. Um, I'm a, this is a terrible story. And I actually have a, a handful of uh, disturbing stories. But this was sent to me a number of times over the weekend. Search crews pulled from the Ohio River in Indiana an SUV that belonged to an Ohio mother who, along with her two children, went missing nearly two decades ago. Oh, wow. Side sonar screen technology led divers to the 1997 Nissan Pathfinder Thursday near Aurora in southeastern Indiana. Uh, and the vehicle was registered to Stephanie Van Uyen, who in 2002 disappeared with her four-year-old daughter, Christina, and three-year-old son, John. Jeez. Uh, Uyen had then, who was then 26, left a note that she was going to drive into the Ohio oh River. Oh, God. Uh, but her vehicle was not located at the time. Uh, according to uh, the police, the vehicle was transported to a secure location where Indiana State Police investigators will determine will examine the vehicle to determine if she and her two children were in the vehicle. I don't know. I haven't seen a follow-up uh, as of yet if they found them in the vehicle or not. Searchers found the vehicle more than 50 feet below the river's surface and about 300 feet from the riverbank. The uh, Uyen family uh, was last seen on April 19, 2002, when a police officer stopped them in their green 97 Pathfinder. Uh, the stop took place near a boat ramp on the Ohio River, uh, neither Uyen nor her children have been seen since, and the search was part of an investigation into the family's disappearance uh, that uh, police responded, uh, I'm sorry, had reopened about six months ago. Uh, so they uh, they used this technology, the sonar, and they found three submerged vehicles, and this was one of them. That so. side scan stuff is pretty amazing. Yeah, I don't know much about that, yeah. but apparently it's, uh, it works wonders, so wow. All right, how about this story? At around noon on Friday, firefighters were dispatched to a neighborhood in Australia's capital city to hunt for the source of a potential gas leak after reports of a pungent smell wafting around the area. At the time, uh, resident uh, Fung Chan had jokingly remarked on social media 
that the cause was probably someone eating durian fruit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Haters say it has an odoriferous smell. Those who liken the durian, on the other hand, or who like the durian, on the other hand, call it the king of fruits. But an hour later, the Regional Emergency Services Agency confirmed Transquip while searching the area. First responders were advised by the owner of a property above a neighborhood shop that the source of the smell was a durian fruit. A durian. Yep. It's not the king of fruits. It's the Pauly of fruits. Uh, Tran said in an interview that he made a guess once he saw the report had originated from Dixon, a neighborhood known for its many Asian restaurants and grocery stores. God. By the way, in 2018, nearly 500 students and teachers from the Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology were evacuated from a campus library after a chemical hazard alert. And the culprit turned out to be a piece of rotting durian left in a cupboard. A lot of areas, for example, like on subways and stuff in certain areas around the world, they won't allow you to travel with the durian fruit because it's so incredibly pungent. We had one in here. It was unbelievably horrible. Durians are banned from some hotels and public transportation systems in countries such as Singapore and Japan. Partly for fear that the fruit signature smell would linger and cause a public ruckus. God, that was horrible. Uh, So it's happened a few times where that type of thing has taken place. So, yeah, it happened in Australia. All right. This involves a crocodile. crocodile. It is not in Australia. This is an absolutely horrible, horrible story. This is in Indonesia. A massive crocodile attacked and ate an eight-year-old girl. While she was bathing in the river with friends, authorities found the remains of the young girl earlier Friday. The attack occurred when the girl, uh, Suchi Ramadani, uh, was bathing in the river uh, with her friends on Wednesday. Uh, And a search and rescue official said that the young girl's friends watched the attack happen and were in complete shock at the incident. Locals quickly made it to the scene and were able to stab the large crocodile with a spear while the young girl's head was visible inside the animal's mouth. I mean, it's just Jesus. as bad as it can get. It's a nightmare. But when they cut into the stomach of the crocodile, uh, the remains of the girl were not inside. Uh, the river is known to be infested with saltwater crocodiles. At least two crocodile attacks have occurred in the past 10 years. And saltwater crocodiles are much bigger. Unlike their close relative, the alligator, crocodiles are ill-tempered and are more likely to attack humans unprovoked. They are also, on average, three feet larger than alligators and have teeth designed to tear. Uh, In the United States, you're more likely to be attacked by an alligator than a crocodile, but these sorts of attacks are quite common in Indonesia since the country is home to 14 different species of crocodile. So why the F would you ever go in that water? On Thursday, in the same district... Officials announced that a nine-year-old boy was missing from the village and was allegedly attacked by a crocodile. According to reports, the boy was bathing in a river near his house. Uh, An hour later, his friends reported that he was eaten by a crocodile. Sources and close rescue teams joined local authorities to try to locate the crocodile and the young boy, and they haven't found him yet. So that's just messed up. You want to talk about something that looks prehistoric? They do. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, A woman in uh, Murcia, Spain was given a diagnosis of homosexuality after going to the gynecologist to treat her irregular, painful periods. You're gay. Take two Tylenol and call me in the morning. Uh, Alba Aragon, who was 19, described the incident, which occurred on her first ever visit to an OBGYN on uh-huh. the month of October. Uh, Aragon said that she disclosed her sexuality to her doctor in case it would be helpful in ruling out what kind of sexual activity she was having as he determined the cause of her painful periods. And came up with a treatment plan. Uh, Concluding the appointment, Dr. Eugenio Lopez 
gave her a piece of paper with a diagnosis that read current illness homosexual. What? Aragon and her mother uh, immediately filed a complaint against the hospital. Lopez issued a statement with his employer saying that it was a technical accident. Mistakenly, he had apparently filled in the wrong column of the electronic patient chart okay. resulting oh in the diagnosis. <laughs> Lopez and the hospital offered an apology to Aragon and corrected her diagnosis. Aragon said she wanted to bring national attention to the case to ensure nobody feels that being queer is a disease when they go to the doctor. And that All right. is what I have in the position. I can believe that. I can believe there was a, a, a clerical a error. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, I don't think a doctor would do that on purpose, knowing yeah, that yeah. they would definitely face a big issue with what that. What exactly does this say? <laughs> All right, it's, uh, it's 10 o'clock. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR money clip. Kapooya! Kapooya! Now, here's your money clip keyword. All right, the word you need to enter is funds with a D there. I'm hitting the D kind of hard, F-U-N-D-S. Because if you say funds, it sounds like you're saying F-U-N-S. Right. F-U-N-D-S, funds, as in money. I know, it sounds goofy. Funds. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways for you to do it. You can text it to the special contest short code number we have set up, which is 45911. Or if you'd also like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. Uh, one random entry will win $500 in our company-wide contest, and that person will get a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. We don't want you to miss this. Contest rules available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So the word again is FUNDS. <laughs> F-U-N-D-S, FUNDS. Good luck to you. We'll take a break. Come back. The winning is not over because we have a lesson question from today's show. We'll see if you win a prize that we have set up for you. Trash and Music News as well. Stay put because we'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Grab the free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on-demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app, making your smartphone a little dumber. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. How you doing? Welcome to Monday morning. We'll get our first letter of the week for the word of the week. Solid prize at $500 from Ashley Home Store, and they are a proud partner of the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger two weeks from today. Unbelievable. Two weeks from today. Jeez. We're getting stuff in place, yeah. and uh, we're going to have some toys to play with while we're there. Yes, that's going to be very cool. Uh, Skelly's Amusements yeah, back again, so we'll be riding rides. Other stuff. Having a good time. Ooh and ah stuff. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so we're going to do the lesson question giveaway a prize. The prize is a $50 Metro Diner gift card. And the question I thought looks like a fun one uh, was Superman's motto should be truth, justice, and what? <laughs> There's two potential answers here. Yeah. So you can uh, you can lay it on us. 215-263-WMMR. Truth, justice, and what? It's not the American way. It's not a better tomorrow. A couple other things were said. Let's see if you're listening. It was around 7 o'clock we did that. Uh, and while you call in, we'll do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. 
with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you by Monster Mania. You can meet the biggest names in heart this weekend at Monster Mania Con 48. Wow. At Oaks, PA, with uh, Christina Ricci, uh, a Michael Myers reunion, and more Monster Mania. At .net. You can get more at monstermania.net. Uh, what's going on, Steve? Well, Vince Neil fell off the stage while performing with the Vince Neil Band at a concert in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee on Friday. Fortunately, the seniors at the retirement home had just received their sponge cake, which cushioned the impact. <laughs> it has been six months since Army Hammer checks himself into a treatment center for multiple addictions, including a kinky fascination with cannibalism. Hammer is reportedly doing extremely well and can now look at a tall, skinny person without seeing them wrapped in a hot dog roll. Oh, my God. And finally, Sean Penn's third wife, Layla George, we were talking about this earlier, has filed a divorce, citing irreconcilable differences. George says she wanted the intense actor who played Harvey Milk, but ended up with 2%. Ah. And that's Hollywood Trash. All right, we shall see if you do indeed know the answer. <laughs> wow. I hit that button like three times. It wouldn't go. <laughs> Sorry about that. God damn it. So the lesson question, uh, it is (laughs) Superman's motto should be truth, justice, and what? And I will go to David for the answer. Hey, David. Hey, how are you doing? Good. All right, David. So Superman's motto should be truth, justice, and what? No sad, bro. He said no sad, bro. Yes. We would have also accepted D's nuts. (laughs) But no sad bros what David had, and that's what we're going to go with. And that means he wins. And we have a $50 Metro Diner gift card. And you can find all the flavor with Metro Diner's newest herb roasted chicken, a bone-in half chicken marinated fresh daily, and a blend of special herbs and spices and oven roasted to tender perfection. You can enjoy today and order online at MetroDiner.com. What are we listening to? Pooping's not fun when you poop in your pants or you poop in somebody else's pants. Who is that? I don't know. I think his name is Teddy Casey, and my son played it for me over the weekend. Sometimes I give him the aux cord in my car, and (laughs) this is what he played for me on Saturday night. It's a little distracting for the winning music. Yeah, because you're listening to the pooping. Okay. said, oops. As he sat on the stoop, cause he had too much prune juice, and that makes you poop. Okay. Uh, music news? Uh, yeah. I got it. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, playtime's over, and we'll do the music news now. <laughs> you have to poop. All right, uh, sponsor? We're yeah. Good. Okay, all right. Uh, as Steve just mentioned, Vince Neal had to be taken to the hospital Friday night after falling off the stage in the middle of a concert in Tennessee. Uh, Vince was performing with his own band at the Monsters on the Mountain Festival in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, when the accident happened. On uh, a video circulated at the moment, Neal is seen coming to the edge of the stage, <laughs> encouraging the audience to clap along. He moved just a step to his right, and suddenly he's gone, man. He fell about four feet, and he hit the concrete below. Ooh. It banged him up, too. Yeah. So, Neil was taken backstage. Bassist Dana Strum updated the crowd shortly thereafter. He said, the truth is, Vince fell and broke his ribs when he fell. Ooh. He said he can't breathe, and he's going to get dealt with medically. 
Uh, as Trump continued explaining to the crowd what happened, he noted that Neil initially wanted to keep on playing, but was forced. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> but was forced to take medical assistance first. To the seventh fail. <laughs> and he said, uh, "Now that sucks for us and him. He was so excited to be here. Uh, he lives in Tennessee." Uh, but he was willing to stick it out, uh, tough it out with the people back here telling him, don't do it. Well, we're looking at the f- footage of it, and it was it was low lit on stage. There was not even, a, like, a, a follow spot on him. Yeah. So he probably he couldn't see where he was going. Yeah. And I don't know if, if there was a malfunction with the stage and something came apart, or if he just didn't see where he was going and he stepped right off the edge of it, but he dropped. Man. Hey, look, he's coming down with us. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys doing? Man, broken ribs, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, but you can't sing for a while now. No, definitely not. Yeah. Seether is celebrating their 20th anniversary with the release of Bicen- Bicennial, uh, two decades of Seether. Uh, the album, released on Friday, is comprised of 20 songs carefully curated by frontman Sean Morgan that have amassed 16 number one chart positions. That's amazing. Reflecting on the band's career, Morgan says, 20 years is a major milestone for us. We've been on an amazing ride, although our fans, alongside our fans, and we plan to continue that journey. Putting Vicennial together gave us a chance to look back on our body of work over the years and to rediscover some of our older songs during the pandemic uh, that brought us, brought us all to a standstill. Uh, we hope that everyone enjoys the compilation as much as we do now. Nice. After this historic lockdown, I look forward to seeing our fans again at live shows in the future. On November 11th, the band is hosting a special Vicennial live online event through a partnership with the premium digital platform Moment House. Tom Morello released his uh, highly anticipated new album, The Atlas Underground Fire, on Friday. According to Tom, The Atlas Underground Fire is a byproduct of very dark and challenging pandemic days. He said, uh, making this album was a life raft during a troubled time creating a global conspiracy of rock and roll pen pals of incredible and diverse talents really kept me going and helped me push myself as an artist and guitarist. I recorded all my guitar parts in a cloistered isolation, and it feels great now to unleash these tunes on the world and inflict the latest chapter of my bizarro guitar playing on an unsuspecting public. Uh, The 12-album track... Uh, features collaborations including with uh, Bruce Springsteen, Eddie Vedder, Chris Stapleton, Mike Posner, and Damian Marley. Judas Priest frontman Rob Halford revealed that he successfully battled prostate cancer during the pandemic, Steve. Huh. He told Consequence, I had my little cancer battle a year ago, which I got through, and that's in remission now, thank God. Uh, that happened while we were all locked down, so things happen for a reason as far as time sequence of events. And I have nothing but gratitude to be at this point in my life still doing what I love the most. Uh, he talks about the illness in the new paperback edition of his 2020 autobiography, Confess, writing, How did I feel? I felt a combination of shock, horror, and oddly, relief. At least now I know. He said, Am I going to die? Uh, it was all I could think of. And I know blokes who have died of prostate cancer. No, you're not going to die, Rob said, according to his doctor. Dr. Ali had said, no, you're not going to die, Rob. That's cool, yeah. Now, unfortunately, I do have a death to uh, uh, to report. Paul Stanley shared the news of his longtime guitar tech, Fran Stuber, dying of COVID. Uh, On Sunday, uh, Stanley posted on social media, my dear friend, budding guitar tech for 20 years. 
Uh, Fran Stuber died yesterday suddenly of COVID. The gu- guitar techs and those people are 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 prized oh, yeah. members of a band's entourage. I mean, they they know Very exactly much. the way you want things. Yeah, they're they're your right hand guy when you're on stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both on and off stage, I depended on him for so much. My family loved him as did I. He was so proud of his wife and three boys as they were of him. And Paul said that he was numb after hearing about that. Co-founding heart guitarist Roger Fisher joined frontwoman Ann Wilson on stage last Saturday night at Seattle's Neptune Theater to perform the 1978 Dog and Butterfly classic, Mistral Wind. Fisher, who left the band in 1980 and has been romantically linked with guitarist Nancy Wilson, or had been, uh, played on the band's first four albums and is best remembered for the cutting intro to Hart's signature 1977 track, Barracuda. He's the guy that came up with that. Uh, Fisher last played with the Wilson sisters at the band's 2013 Rock Hall induction, so it was a cool reunion. And we have a clip to play of this. Mick Jagger took a swipe at Paul McCartney on Thursday night during the Rolling Stones concert at L.A.'s SoFi Stadium. Uh, Jagger was commenting on the former Beatles' recent take on the Stones uh, to the New Yorker to the New Yorker uh, when he had offered up. Paul said, I'm not sure if I should say this, but they're a blues cover band, and that's sort of what the Stones are. I think the Beatles' net was cast a bit wider than theirs. Wow. And No, he wasn't beating up on them. No, he, they, but he you is know. sort of right. I mean, the, yeah. listen, the, the Stones are legendary, for God's sakes, and they wrote some great songs. But the... and, Yeah, and he and Paul are really yeah, good friends. Right. And they they kind of have fun with each other a little bit. So, But, yeah, they stayed more true to that bluesy yeah. sound. Yeah. The Beatles went all over the place. Right. So I think that's the point he's trying to make. But... Uh, this is what uh, Mick right. said on stage. There's so many celebrities here tonight, of course, you know, naturally. Megan Fox is here, she's lovely. Leonardo DiCaprio, Lady Gaga. By the way, none of them were there. Yeah, yeah, I no, was no, like, yeah. what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hold on. Yeah, he's making this up. <laughs> Lady Gaga. He even says, they cut it out of this, but he says Kirk Douglas, knowing that Kirk he passed away. Uh, Paul McCartney's here, he's going to hope us. He's going to join us on the blues cover late, later on. Now, listen, if I was in the audience yeah. and I heard him say that and Paul never showed up, I'd be yeah. pretty yeah. much disappointed from that. Yeah. Uh, but he was uh, referencing the uh, the comment that uh, Paul had made, so they still kind of have fun with each other. You can go to hell. You can suck it. Tease nuts. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's the last story that I have in music news for you, my friend. Ripped from uh, the pages of today's headlines. That person. is exactly it, Steve. Those are indeed today's music headlines. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get that first letter for the Word of the Week prize. And we'll make way for one Mr. Pierre Robert. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Money Clips. You just won yourself $500? Woohoo, yeah, you got it. No, you got it. <laughs> right, I do got it. Huh. Even hours, weekdays, from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m., we'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs. So true, Jackson. And then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get entered for the grand prize. 10,000 bucks. What the f***? See complete rules at WMMR.com. It's MMR's Money Clips. Sponsored by Horizon Services. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Visit Horizonservices.com. 93.3 WMMR. Thank you so much. Everything that rocks your wallet. 
A beautiful day, although very fall, very crisp. Uh, we're looking at the trees outside here in Balakinwood, and they are moving around quite a bit. So, would, would you say blustery now? For yeah. what do we know? The high is going to be. What like 61? 62 degrees. Right. Yeah, with that type of breeze, it's gonna it's gonna feel. Uh, you're definitely gonna be taking in the season quite a bit. Uh, so yeah, it'll be nice. Uh, next couple of days are warming up. Believe it or not, 68 tomorrow and 74 on Wednesday and 76 on Thursday. Uh, so we're not getting completely into it all because uh, I think the average temperature is supposed to be like 66. Yes. Uh, and so today's 62, so a little bit cooler than normal. But uh, Saturday was really nice. Oh, it was like man. 80. What a beautiful day. It's beautiful. Went out to Peddler's uh, Village. It was awesome. Nice. We went out to Green Lane Park. Took our puppies out for a walk out uh-huh. there and took lunch out and hung out, uh, you know, in the woods and wooded yeah. areas. And, and did some uh, axe throwing. We did a little axe throwing and uh, a little hunting and... It was great. I don't know if most of that's legal there, but you guys had fun. We dug for, you know, a fresh spring. Yeah, and, you know, truffles. water that way. And, yeah. <laughs> Put right. your truffle pigs out. I went on a uh, bike ride yesterday. I was on the Radnor Trail, and uh, I was uh, going not very fast because I'm not very athletic. And a lady saw me, and she just goes, Hey! <laughs> WMMR. Oh, really? <laughs> so she recognized me in a manner of speaking. I don't think she knew what my name was, but that's okay. Hey, so, yo. So to that lady, uh, hi. Hi, lady. Hi, lady. Hey, lady. <laughs> uh, Casey went on a long bike ride yesterday, 46 miles. 4707, uh, but that was on Saturday as well. I did uh, from like Delco down to the Chester Valley Trail. It's impressive. Saw somebody who was like, hey, Casey. And it's like, meow. Hey, Casey. <laughs> and I was like, hey. Guy in a yellow shirt, I believe. But mm. uh, yeah, a lot of hills. How many yellow shirts are there in this area? I seriously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. This guy. Isn't a yellow shirt in the uh, in a bike race like the leader? Usually, uh, the yes. And you know what? Speaking of which, I'm being awarded uh, the yellow jersey what? on Wednesday night for the uh, the Bend to the Shore bike tour. What? Yeah, so the uh, the beneficiary party uh, where they uh, you know give all the checks and everything to the charities. So you're uh, getting that? Uh, yeah, they're giving me the yellow jersey, and uh, so I don't. You, are you looking for like a uh, proud music? No, or no, like no. That? no okay. I was doing this. <laughs> I just wanted the what. So. What? <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. You're getting the yellow jersey? I am okay. getting the yellow jersey. Good for you, man. And so, yeah, it's kind of cool. We, um, I mean, Team WMMR raised over $50,000. Amazing. For, yeah, the uh, Families Behind the Badge Children's Foundation. So, I you mean. You deserve to be very proud of that. I, I absolutely am. I'd call that a win-win. Yes. You know what? You know who else would call that a win? <laughs> Sheila would. Hi, Sheila. How you doing? Get rid of them. Get rid of them. <laughs> uh, Sheila, I'm, I'm, assume, I'm assuming you've called for a reason today. What is that reason? I called because I wanted to win $500. Yeah! Sheila, that must mean you're our MMR Money Clip winner, right? I am. Thank you so much. Hey. I'm so excited. We are very, very happy for you. That's cool. What's your story, Sheila? Where are you from? What do you do? I am actually now from Denver, Pennsylvania, and I am a forklift uh, account manager, so I sell forklifts. I'm oh. originally from Ocean City, New Jersey. Oh. How about and, that? And you're in Denver, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Wait, we were just talking about Denver, we Pennsylvania. Why were we talking about Denver, Pennsylvania? 
There was, I think there was somebody that um, sent in uh, um, some information to you guys that was from here, and you had That's no it. idea where it was from. <laughs> it was an email, and they said Denver, Pennsylvania. Yeah, they said Denver, Pennsylvania, the less fun one or something yeah, like that. The quarter mile high city. Uh, and so you, you sell forklifts? I do, yes. Wow. Okay. Do we need a forklift? I'm that forklift. All right. I would love to have a I'd forklift. I'd love to have a forklift, yeah. Are yours, uh, like, are they like the propane powered ones or uh, gasoline? We sell them all, every single kind that you could imagine. Oh, man. Propane, gasoline, electric, the whole nine yards. <laughs> man, yep. forklifts are us. I'm, I'm like a kid in a forklift shop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sheila, since you uh, are a longtime listener of the show and you played along, we have $500 for you. Woo-hoo! 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 All right. Congra- congratulations, Sheila. Go do donuts on a forklift yeah! and enjoy your $500. Thanks for listening. Oh, she's awesome. Oh, you're the best. That's awesome. So, that's one out of the way. How about a few others? We got them going on all day long here at MMR up until 8 p.m. So, uh, the next shot will be along at noon with uh, Pierre. Uh, we need to do the letter of the day. You going to handle that case? Yeah, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter F. As in furniture. All right. And that does coincide with Ashley Home Store, who's given us $500. Wow! Proud partner of the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger, which is two weeks from today. Oh, benefiting Phil Abundance. You can shop their 11 area locations or online at ashleyfurniture.com today. So we'll give away that prize on Friday. And yes, Camp Out for Hunger, two weeks <laughs> from today. I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also by Acme. Download the Acme app to see the all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. You can visit acmemarkets.com for details. And uh, Wilmington University. Ready to make a move? WilmU works online or in person. You can learn more at wilmu.edu. Uh, tomorrow on the program, we are scheduled to have Nick Robinson, who is on that uh, Netflix show, Made. Yeah. Uh, like Casey was telling me, he plays the baby daddy on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll see if we can get him on and up more MMR Money Clips and who knows what else. We'll oh. enjoy it together. Uh, don't forget, we're now streaming on YouTube, but we're done for the day, so you can watch it again tomorrow when we're live. Uh, that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. We travel to see what's around the bend and what we're capable of. And now Capital One's new class of travel card can keep up with you. Introducing Venture X from Capital One. With 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy. Venture X, for those always asking, where next? Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.